Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. It's Tim Heidecker, and you are listening to Hey Fan. Enjoy your morning. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Hey, fam's back. Tell your friends. Guess who's back? 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 Ben, 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 ben. Sorry about that buzzing, guys. I'm actually um just getting the finishing touches on my new forehead tattoo. Oh wow, it looks amazing. <laughs> Thanks, man. What, kinda... it, what does it say? Could you read it out to the audience for us? Um, if I look into a mirror, it says uh, "Degmad," but I, I don't really know what that means. I mean, you, only you can read it. Oh wow. It says Degmad. Yeah. It's, oh, shit. <laughs> I got it the wrong way you around. It, somehow managed, managed to get it backwards backwards and forwards. Yeah. Well, Jared Leto is my tattoo artist. So he said, like, you know, after sending me a month's worth of used condoms, pregnancy tests, and aborted fetuses, he finally agreed to, you know, do my tattoo for me. Yeah. The other day, Jared Leto served me a kebab as the Joker. And he... You said no chili sauce. I was I said there. no chili sauce. And you know what he did? <laughs> that son of a bitch. He gave me a pizza wrapped around a, 10 anal beads. And it came in an envelope. Am I right? And you yeah. thought that was creme fraiche. And before I even paid, he said, keep the change. He's a funny What joke. does that even mean? <laughs> He's so out there. It's so weird. Hey, fam. Welcome to Hey, fam. And your tattoo looks good too, I might say. My name is Levins. My tattoo reads, which Angles will read out right now. What does it say? Hack. <laughs> <laughs> on Triple J every <laughs> no, night from happened. five till five thirty. <laughs> My guest Tom Tilly. <laughs> no, we're uh, yeah, we, we we saw the Suicide Squad. We've we've just got we've uh, Warner Brothers sent us a hundred and fifty dollar voucher each to go to Hot Topic, and then Marvel sent us a two hundred and fifty dollar <laughs> voucher to each to, to to complain about a DC movie. Guys, we're going to be transparent here. We're, we will we will always work for the highest bidder. <laughs> um, wow. Fucking hell. So last week, I'd already seen mm. Suicide Squad, and I think I have to give myself oh. a lot of credit for being, you know, pretty pretty look good I, about. I'm looking at your wrist now, and I'm not looking at any visible scars. Like I'm not sure how you didn't kill. I'm like the fact you showed up to record to me with me is like baffling now upon reflection. So I saw it last Monday, film. and I I, the, I came out of the movie, and Angus had sent me a message already saying how was it, and I said. I don't want to tell you how it was because I don't want to, like, you know, scar your... Affect you Affects your dick. initial, like, yeah, impressions of the movie. Like, oh, I'm not... I don't even want to talk about it. But like, if, you, if were like, you go into a movie after someone has told you that it's shithouse... If you go with preconceived notions yeah. in the back of your mind, you're going to be going, oh, yeah, I can see why. And you start looking for the flaws that you've pointed out to me. So you were really good. You were just like... 
you did say eventually you're like, I fucking hated her. <laughs> yeah, because by the time you asked me about it properly yeah. on the on the show, yeah, yeah. You a had million to. reviews had come out that were yeah. like, this is the worst movie yeah. of all time. And yeah, I mean, shit. We've, basically, this podcast, we've always said it was started because of our love of Batman. It solidified its purpose with the release of Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> and we are like some weird now martyrs that... We love Martha's. We are Martha's. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I'm seriously surprised that Joker's mum wasn't in this movie called Martha as well, which explains why he didn't uh, get hit by Batman in the face like when Batman punched a girl. Um, so we've established that I did not like Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, but you so, did I, withhold I, reasons why. Yeah, yeah, which I, was great. I, I, I left. I left a little bit of a teaser. I said that. It was it was a piece of shit, but I didn't say why. You didn't say if it was <laughs> diarrhea or if it was like one of those ones you couldn't flush. <laughs> you just you just said it was, yeah. You didn't say what type of piece of shit it was. You left me to figure out that one. And I'll tell you what, upon saying that, it's the piece of shit that's on the anal beads that Jared Leto sends you. Like, fuck. I mean, all right, we're gonna break this down in order. We won't start with Leto yet. We'll okay. save that for later. Okay, I'll put this out to begin with. At least. When Zack Snyder sends you cum, yeah. he puts it in an envelope. Yeah, he writes your name on it. And then he <laughs> sends it to you in the mail. Yeah, Jared even- Leto <laughs> fills a condom with his spoof, yeah. throws it at your uh, your, yeah. at, at your, your trailer. Yeah, and you're like, who the hell was that? Sure, yeah, and you know. It's interesting that he's been essentially acting like a cunt for two years, but under the guise of being the Joker. Like, it's amazing. Is this some new defense that people can use now? Like, you go, oh, I was just, I'm actually going to play the Joker in, like, a local theatre production. So, I, I, I set my neighbor's house on fire. It's okay. I'm the Joker. Like, it's such a... W- <laughs> Oh, oh. oh my god The worst iteration of the Joker of all time We'll be spending a lot of time on that Joker Because the Joker's very important to you and I He's the nemesis of our favourite hero That we bond over Like, yeah. Fucking up the Joker Is something that's pretty hard to do Because you've got You've you've literally got 80 years of law Or 40 no, years of law It's extremely easy to do if you've worked at DC in the last five years Oh, if you work at Warner Brothers And you're at DC, yeah, then it's really easy But ignore that Small, small percentage. It's pretty hard to fuck up. Yeah. It's like fucking up Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you would have to be out of this world to fuck up Joker. You would have to like be... Imagine you would have to be 10 seconds from Mars to <laughs> fuck up the no, Joker. No, no, no. You'd have to be... I reckon like at least 15 seconds from Mars. You know, like your eyes are starting to bulge. Total Wait, is recall. That, that, I, I, what, no, he's from 30 seconds. I thought we were going to go up. Oh, fuck. And you go, no, 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 I'm 20 ten, seconds. I thought it was 10 seconds. <laughs> I fucked it. Well, fuck, you know what? Imagine I said 30, guys, and, and laugh your fucking dicks up. You know what? I wish they were called <laughs> 10 <laughs> seconds to Mars. <laughs> Every time Levens does Jared Leader's Joker laugh, come in an envelope and send it to the nearest director. Uh, send it to Warner Brothers Movie World. <laughs> send it to Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I mean, yeah. That's what Jared Leader did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, didn't even put it in an envelope. Look, I wish they were called 10 seconds to Mars because it means they're kind of further away than 30 seconds. Like, they're closer to Mars than where I am right now. Um, I mean, well done on getting the lead singer of Muse to play an iconic <laughs> supervillain is what I want to say to the big people at Warner Brothers. So, Angus, did you love Suicide Squad? So, look, yeah, look, you saw Suicide Squad. Then I happened... Like an absolute asshole. <laughs> I paid money to watch it when you I got in. I, cu- I couldn't let you not see it. However, I will have you know, and we, this isn't a sponsor, sponsored shout out like Disney pays for us or <laughs> DC, but I did see it with my Optus movie ticket, so I paid below half price. Thanks to Optus. Um, if anyone wants to uh, sign up to Optus for their phone bill. Just I'll use would. the code HeyFam at checkout and uh, you probably get charged more. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, cheap movie tickets, baby. Um, so did you see this on your own? Mm. I have a friend who's a very big Batman fan, very passionate about um, the Chris Nolan films, very passionate about Harley Quinn as a character, owns a lot of the comics, really interested in, like, is is equally horrified and mystified and a fan of the amazing, abusive relationship between the Joker and Harley Quinn. Like, it's... <laughs> I'm running out of cum, man. You got, you got to stop laughing. I mean, every time you do it, I have to do that. Um, so that we're really looking forward to I'm seeing running, this. You're running out of cum. <laughs> well, every time you do that laugh, I mean, come on. You only got like a, what is it? 15 quarts a day. <laughs> a couple tablespoons. 10 cc. Yeah, I'm not ready for uh, Rainbow Road yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, you know, look, even when we went there, like, we both were like, the reviews are shit. Let's just... Go along and see if maybe they'll at least get the Harley-Joker relationship right. Nah. No. <laughs> Who am no. I kidding? This is... I, I said... Did I say last week that I said it was worse than BVS? Yeah. That, that was the teaser. You were like, it's worse than BVS. That's all I'm saying. I'm like, fuck. So I think that Batman v Superman, while interpreting a lot of things I love a lot worse than Suicide Squad does, at the end of the day... And especially after watching Suicide Squad, mm. I was like, oh, that's a much better movie. There's For a movie which is as cold as an ex-girlfriend's mother towards you <laughs> because you fucked the ex-girlfriend's cousin. This is completely hypothetical. This has not happened to me, but it... It happened to the Joker. It happened to the Joker. It's like... That's how cold Batman vs. Superman was. It is a beating heart compared... Like, it is a movie of passion and love and warm compared to Suicide Squad. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a lifeless, cold, charmless film. And Suicide Squad is... I don't think you could even call it a movie. I mean, No, it's a like... Good, a good friend of ours, Cameron James from Blank Slate Movie Podcasts, um, he described it as a two-hour preview for itself. Now, um, what's funny about that is we've heard now... Post the film coming out, there's an amazing Hollywood Reporter article floating around, which pretty much is like a shopping list of all the problems this film had pre-prod and post-production. Yeah. And it seems to be the biggest problem was the trailers marketed this as, you know, a fun, well-made, f- character-based film, which totally. was different. And yep. it kind of offered like, you know, it was the bad guy Avengers, so we were told. And the trailers... Were received so well. We all we were we were fully on board yeah. after completely shunning DC at the beginning of the year. I mean, look, they 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 completely fucked up this movie by the first thing they showed was a shirtless photo of Jared Leto covered in shitty, inconsistent tattoos. And then, I mean, we 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 reacted to that and we we're just like, it's terrible, it's terrible. Like, if you listen to this podcast now, you'll hear us. Our, our first episode of Hey Fan was about that. Was it was it was like three days after they revealed. Yeah, what the uh, what the Joker looks like, and sure. he had the damage tattoo, and we were like, I don't know about this movie. Hey, this is yeah. terrible. And then it got to the point where fans were even looking at that image, going, "Oh no, it's just forty years of interpretation." Like, remember people like, "Oh, it's a tribute to every Joker before," and they're kind of using Leto's body as. And I was like, "Oh, maybe that's true." And then the trailer came out, and I was like, "Nah, he's covered in tattoos for some reason." Yeah, and then even the tra- like you could hear the Stockholm syndrome we had by the time the trailer came out that. Uh, Comic Con trailer where it had the BG songs like the 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 really 
Queen. I, no, though, I started a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah, course, th- yeah. And that, I still think that's the best trailer they've made. And it was, you know, the last shots of Leto saying, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to... No, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to hurt you really bad. bad. Which is completely different in the new film. because it, So gross. It's just really gross, this new version. Not, 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 the, not the subject matter, just the way it's been shot and edited. And we're kind of hopeful. We're like, man, you know what? I'm going to look past those tats. It, that Joker looks pretty cool. Boy, were we wrong. Yeah. And then the new trailer, but then the guys that cut that trailer, we've now found out retroactively were hired by Warner Brothers to provide an alternate cut of the movie because it tested a few months ago and it was a hard R rating as well. I think this, I think it was like a combination of post Daredevil, sorry, post Deadpool Deadpool. and post Guardians. And then audiences were watching it and not liking it because it was too dark. And so then they got the trailer guys called Trailer Park. They're literally a company who cut trailers. I get, you know, I guess you send them dailies, you send them some scene orders, and they make a really great trailer because it is a great trailer. Even the Batman vs Superman trailer was great. Yeah, totally. Before it gave all, it away. all the DC trailers have been excellent. Oh, the Man of Steel trailer was great. Like the the trailer. If you watch these movies, if they're if they're an eight minute series of trailers, even if you have have seen the movie and hate it, like everyone who's the trailer seen the movie again. has, yeah. You watch the trailer and you're like, oh man, that looks like a great movie. Well, I've never heard of this before. DC, act- Warner Brothers hired the trailer cutters to make this new cut of the film. And it shows because it's literally trailer beats. It's musical cues to tell you how to feel. It's tattoos explaining characters' motives. It's so, so, so- it's literally like somebody made a film. What's that? Is that a hip new hip hop song? Yeah, it's a brand new underground rapper who's featured on the Suicide Squad soundtrack. Oh, I'm glad someone's got a leg up. Is that like purposely vintage? Is it supposed to sound like it's from 2004? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, yeah, it's one of those like, amazing retroactive uh, oh, rap cool. rappers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I started to play a little bit. What's his name? Know. Marshall. Um, Marshall Mathers. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, one yeah. to watch. Yeah, one to watch. Definitely. Uh, put put it out there. Hopefully, he's on that new Frank Ocean album. I reckon the uh, Suicide Squad movie feels so simple without him. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forget the next line. I, <laughs> no, there isn't a next I wasn't line. in Eminem. I was never in Eminem. Uh, I mean, that's a choice of a musical cue there. Like, I could not fucking believe it when that fucking unbelievable... A, 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 movie, a song that has 332 million plays... On YouTube, Shit. that song came. That song was YouTube. Was, was YouTube a came thing out five years after five this years song. after it was released? So like, it just it's literally a song you use in an editing suite, and you're like, we need to find a song that meets this tempo, but we'll get like a new. So- you know what I mean? It's like a reference track. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and the whole it, soundtrack is reference track. The whole soundtrack is fucked. Like it was. It like so. So you know what I saw? I saw Harley Quinn, and then all of a sudden. When I first saw her on screen, I was like, I don't own her. Hey, no one in the movie owns her. I wonder why I think that. Oh, that's because you're hearing You Don't Own Me over like every fucking scene she was in in the opening. What about like like, Amanda Waller introduced to Sympathy for the Devil? Could you get more fucking hammy? It's so, so crap and uninspired. It's just like... The most long, well, lowest look, common denominator, like oh, it's like so. It's made by committee. It's literally like uh, a movie plot generator made this movie based an- off another previous guest of uh, on HeyFam, Eb Yusuf, described yep. it as a video clip, and then I described it as a two-hour-long video clip of every song that you never wanted to hear again. Yeah, like the true. music is a huge problem in this movie. The music is seriously. For me, it's a huge problem, but it's also the least of the problems. I, I th- you know why I think it's a problem? I reckon that's where most of the money went. Getting the rights so for these songs. So much of this money. Would, it, like, it would have been so expensive. There is eight times the amount of music 
in this film than I think in any film I've seen. Like, there is so much music. The first 10 minutes. But look, we're talking about the trailers. Um, and then the new trailer came out with Border and Blitz, and that was post-Guardians. That was, like, post-Guardians. Yeah, but even, like, when, when they had the, the trailer with Queen in it, like... I feel I can't. Oh really no, that's think, what I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. I can't sorry. really think. Oh, they did one with Blur and Blitz too. Yeah, they did both. Yeah. But uh, I can't really think of of, of a movie that Wayne's has used a, real, <laughs> used a really like popular song like that in the trailer, and then used that that song in the movie. It's well. never happened. It never happened. So when it happened, it was just like, like, oh yeah, I know. I saw the trailer. I don't need to see Queen. The in movie this was movie. cut like a trailer. I mean, let's go. Let Let's go back to the start. I mean. What's even interesting? I've saw a, an image floating around on the internet, which uh, shows you each title card that would end each trailer, each three trailers, as this movie obviously got changed. So the first one is a plain black background, which is Silver Riding saying Suicide Squad. The next iteration is slightly more color. And then by the end of it, it's like bright pinks, bright greens, and Suicide Squad's all like fluoro and glow in the dark. And you can just tell like that. And that's obviously what I think happened to the film. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was this darker film. I've been reading a lot of reports of people who saw an early cut, like as a surprise screening three or four months ago. And, the Joker's like abusive relationship was in there. Like he was beating Harley when she was um, Harley Quinzel, slapping her, holding a gun to her head. Electrocuting her, throwing her in a fucking vat of acid. Yeah. Like it was actually more like, I know this sounds morose, but it wasn't an abusive relationship in the film that we saw. He was pining for her and loved her and was like, I'm coming for you. No, no, no. And he was like, extremely abusive in the first half. Like it, it, uh, but not the abuse from the comics or the series. Like, it's, what I did immediately after seeing the film, I'm jumping ahead here, I came home and watched Mad Love from season four of the Batman animated series. He's literally slapping her, pushing him away from her. Like, she's a nuisance. He loathes Harley Quinn. He's just used her. Like, Batman says at but the end of not, Mad Love, he's not, like, oh, which story did he tell you? The one about his dad taking him to the circus? He's like, you're just another one of his cronies. He doesn't love you. Like, the Joker's love is Batman. He's obsessed with Batman and they tweaked what I didn't like. They literally turned him into a boyfriend pining for his girlfriend. He's never had that relationship with Harley. She's a nuisance to him. He dismisses everything she says and she's always vying for his attention and going, look, Mr. J, I caught Batman for you. And he's like, how dare you? I want to catch Batman and slaps her and pushes her away. But I think that works in the context of the animated universe. But it's their relationship. and And the comics based on it because... That iteration of the Joker is not a psychopath. That iteration of the, the Joker, Joker is psychopath. No, but regardless. I mean, like in the animated series, like you know, he doesn't kill people. He's not sadistic. No, but I mean, the very basis of their relationship is one-sided and abusive. And what I did, I really didn't like the fact they watered that down and turned it to seriously. They turned it to Juggalo Twilight. Yeah, but I don't want like I think that's the most problematic part of the character of Harley Quinn. That that. But that's the reason why she exists because she's this. Sad, tragic character. Yeah, but I think she's you have to modernize rel- that. Like, I would love to see a version of of their origin story where she becomes who she is because Joker is too obsessed with her. And, and so I don't and, want that. That's not their relationship. Then I think you can't have Harley Quinn exist in movies today. You can, and she's a warning for domestic violence. Like, that's that's what's great yeah, about her character. I don't know. It sh- no, no, it sheds light on domestic abusive relationships, which is a horrible thing. What it does, I didn't like the fact it humanized the Joker. He's not supposed to be humanized. No, I totally agree with you on that. Like, and I, I hated I, that. He's texting her going, I miss you. I'm coming for you. Like, that was that, fucked. That was so awful. And when he grabs and her, and he's like, like, for a minute, I thought, oh, good, they're going, and this sounds morose, but I thought, oh, good, they're going the abusive route. He pushed her out of the helicopter. I thought that's what he did, but he didn't. She just fell out. And I was like, the Joker would push her out. Like, he hates her. Every, like, 
all we've seen of the Joker and Harley's relationship is that of an abusive one, beating the comics, beating the animated series, beating the Arkham games, beating the DC films. It's always been abusive. And yeah. so for, to see it not abusive and tweaked as this, seriously, I'm calling it like Juggalo Twilight. I was like, why are they doing that? Yeah. Look, I, I, I didn't really have a problem with that aspect of it in, in the actual movie because, I, I, you know, when you have Harley Quinn as the protagonist of a movie, you have to treat her as more of a human than what Joker does from a movie point of yeah, view. Yeah, so you make us feel bad for her. So I didn't feel bad for her. I'm like, well, she's hanging out with a rich... Like, basically, the Joker in this is, again, Juggalo Scarface. By the looks of it, he owns nightclubs. He has fancy cars. Yeah, he has he a owns shitload- a fucking nightclub and everyone knows... And Common knows that he owns a nightclub. Why doesn't Batman just no, go no, to the why nightclub? Why hasn't Batman killed this Joker? Batman in this universe has no problem killing people. Like, so <laughs> why the hell is this? That's what I mean. Like... This yeah, joke. everyone was like upset that he punched Harley Quinn in the mouth. The joke, the, the the same Batman that we saw in BVS would have just shot her in the head. Exactly. It's just like again the inconsistencies of this character. I know it sounds morose, but I wanted the abusive relationship. He's pointing out, going, "Oh, look, it's the infamous Harley Quinn." Like he loved her. It was doted. Like you, and I think you can still have, you know, you just gotta have a good writer. You've got to make you feel sympathy for you. You've got to have like Deadshot the but, movie but go like, that happens, you know that guy though. uses you and abuses you like he doesn't really love you and you need her to be so crazy and be like, no, no, he loves me, he cares for me. But the appeal of of a, of a villain in, in a superhero comic or movie is that you you have to have some level of you like you like that guy but as then, a villain. But, but then I think you like Harley Quinn if she's abused. Yeah, no, but what about the Joker? You can't like... You can't like if, him. It, so you don't like... But you said your favourite villain of all time is the Joker. Yeah, because I hate... He's, he is... He, like I like him because, because he's, of, evil. he's evil and the, what he does. Like he is, he's literally like like and I you know it's going to be hard to talk about this without talking about the Dark Knight. But he is like Heath Ledger's line. He's like I'm a dog chasing cars. Like that's the Joker. Yeah, he's just pure anarchy and he always has been. He just does something. He he, he will, you know, he but will d- betray it, henchmen. He will do whatever just to yeah, have a laugh and know, have a I joke. Feel like the character, like introducing, like if you if you had Harley Quinn in the Dark Knight. Mm. I feel like that would just change the character. No, he just uses her he the same way he uses everyone. He no, loves he Batman. But he doesn't do it on a personal level. That's like Because he's not a person. You can't make the Joker humane. Why not what I mean? That's why the character of Harley Quinn doesn't work. On a cinematic level, you can't have her involved with, with Joker. Oh, I think with the right filmmaker and a ballsy filmmaker and a good script, you could. No, and then I you'd think... feel for it because I feel for Harley Quinn. Yeah. I find her a nuisance. Like I don't particularly love the character. I, I, I love the character in the animated series because she is a nuisance to that iteration of the Joker. But that iteration of the Joker is not a psychopath. But you know what's amazing? Like, the animated series handled it so much. Like, I was watching it. I kept watching it. And there was an episode with um, Harley and Poison Ivy. And then she's Poison Ivy literally goes, you know he doesn't like you. Like, you're in a bad relationship. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, no, he loves... And, like, that was a show aimed at eight-year-olds who was, like, having another female antagonist tell her friend that her boyfriend's a dick and not a boyfriend and someone that you... And, like, that's all I want. I wanted... that No one said that. Like, no, like all I want is a dead shot or someone to be like, you know that guy doesn't like you. He just uses you. Totally. It didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. It was just... He was a lovey-dovey. Like, the Joker that pushed her into the vat, he would have just left. And this one, he wrote, he's like, oh, I better jump in while, like, a fucking Evervescent song played and he well, picked her up and made out with her. And I'm like, that's not the joke. That's Twilight. Totally. It's not the yeah, Joker. Yeah. The Joker needs to not be human. But, but also, you know what was not the Joker? Every single second exactly. of Jared so Leto's in the, Joker. In the rules of this universe, I get it. But I just think it's it's like literally doing Darth Vader and Luke's relationship and changing the fact that Luke's his son. Or 
having Darth Vader not be bad and be good. Like, it was just, to me, the abuse is the fundamental thing of that relationship. And it's why you like Harley, because you're like, poor old thing. She's like a dog who hangs around an owner who's like a drunkard and abusive to the dog, but the dog has nowhere else to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, think, I, th- I don't know. I feel like they've really got a modern, like, I, you know, I, I just read the new Harley Quinn number one and a Suicide Squad number one. We reviewed them on Serious, serious Issues this week. And I just like, I'm so sick of that. Like she was obsessed with the Joker. But it's a character. That's I know, but it's time to modernize that. I think. I think. I don't like, think you can, like that's... no, no, no. You can't. You can have that 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 iteration of that character when it's when the Joker is as evil as he was in the in the in the cartoon series, which is why Harley Quinn was created. But in he used her to get. It, he literally uses her to escape from Arkham. Totally, but then he's not this incredible psychopath character. He's just this like manipulative jerk. In, in the anime, he kills series. people. They just couldn't show. No, he doesn't quite kill people. You know, oh, he kills like I mean, it's implied. Like he is the bad guy. I mean, yeah, totally, but not to the level of what he does in 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 the modern comics that we read now. Yeah, and and what he's capable of doing in the movies we read now. I, uh, we watch now. I just don't think that the iteration that we see of Harley Quinn. I feel like you just need to completely separate the two of them. Give her a new origin story that either doesn't involve the Joker or involves the Joker purely on a sadistic level in which he forces her to, to become this thing because he's Which obsessed is her with new 52 her and, and she origin, ignores isn't it? Him. Like he pushes her into the vat. He takes her to Ace Chemicals. That's, that was her new 52 origin. That's what, that's what happens in like us. Uh, yeah. Um, Harley Quinn number one. And that's that I read what, this that, week. that must be the new origin. It's yeah. Like, but it's yeah. like her, she's still, She's at whatever point she is in love with him when that happens. I hate that part of the character. I don't understand how you can have, like, you know, she is the second most biggest selling comic that yeah. DC have. It's crazy. Batman's number one, the Harley Quinn's number two. And she has this awful origin story that comes from her. It's tragic. No, but I don't think it's awful or outdated. I just think it's tragic. And that's why I like the character. That's why yeah. I like it because I'm like, that. I feel like it doesn't it doesn't work if you have her in love with the same Joker that just you know kills hundreds. It's of her people very essence of being though. Like she no, no no it is if the Joker is not on that level. Mm. Like it like she's obsessed with someone who's manipulative, not someone who's a complete psychopath. Yeah, I know. I think it's interesting to have difference. Like I I, I again I don't want to sound sadistic, but I wanted the Joker being a dick to her, and that we didn't get. No, I could live without that. I'm fine without that. It's just, that was, my, that it's was just the least like, of my problems with the movie. No, it was it was the least of mine, trust me. But I was just I was disappointed that they're finally getting the chance to show this portrayal and they just turned it to clown twilight. And yeah. I was like, yuck. Well, I mean, to the point, I feel like they're kind of all, almost leaving themselves open to being able to they have from, a Joker and Harley movie after this. Look, they, they turned it from Silence of the Lambs to Bonnie and Clyde or to Sid and that's Nancy. That's what they want. They really yeah, want that. Yeah, and it's not that. The, the Joker's never been a team-up person. He's the Joker. Yeah. Like, he's never... He doesn't have a partner. He doesn't need a partner. She's his biggest fan. Like, that's the relationship. It's never been Batman and Robin, Joker and Harley. Like, that's not it. She's just obsessed with him. He could care less about her. You yeah. know, I just found that very fun. I find that a cheapening of both characters and a cheapening of him. Like, how dare you try to humanize this person? He's a yeah. freak. He's a he's a complete. I want to write the the comic in which uh, it's reversed though, where he's obsessed with her. They'll do it the for Elseworlds, you know. I would love. Have... I would love to read that story because I think there's way more value in that story. See, for him, to, for me, the beauty of the Joker is we know nothing about him. They'll probably give him a fucking origin like Jack Nicholson in this new one that he was in like One Direction or something and <laughs> got two good obsessive tattoos. 
But we just don't know him. He's a, he's a pure symbol of evil. Yeah. So and that's, why, that's it. I, that's why I think the Joker is a shit character. I'm putting it out there. Don't yeah, like the you've Joker. said it before. Oh, you yeah, don't yeah. like the Joker? No. That's I'm, so... I'd much rather a character like Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I just think he's... It's that moral ambiguity. I need, I need to be able to connect with the villain and see their point of view as well as the, mm. the good guys. Well, I mean, there's a reason why he's very popular and iconic. It's because he's an, uh, anarchy. You yeah. Know, and you know, don't get that. Like, that's why it's rare. Yeah. Like, there's more characters. <laughs> although although there have... is a, a, a Batman character whose name is Anarchy. <laughs> oh, no, there is. And he's, yeah. Yeah, he's literally um, anonymous before anonymous was a thing. Yes, totally. Basically. Who who the, who created him again? It was oh, I can't remember. He pops up at some point. Yeah, yeah. he might even be a Morrison creation, right? Yeah, probably. Um, but all right, we, we, let's yeah. agree to disagree on the Harley <laughs> yeah, on that weird thing. I, I didn't didn't think that we would spend much. time Not did I? <laughs> I wanted more abuse. You want to? <laughs> I just want them just not to be connected at all. To be you honest, can't. You can't. Yeah, um, you honestly can't. They need to be connected. Yeah, she's I, yeah. his Frankenstein. I guess monster. I do, I just see how many girls look up to the character as Harley Quinn and want to dress like her and. You know, I reckon the the I've dressed up as a Joker. I don't go around setting cars on fire. Like I, it's, it's, I know, but no, but it's not about that. You can be someone who 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 is like an abusive person, but dressing up as someone who allows herself to be abused is a very different thing. Yeah, and but that's the character of Harley Quinn. Yeah, I, I hate that though. But that's who she is. It's like you can't just nah. change her part. Like Bruce Tim invented her. She, yeah, but he didn't inv- invent her to be Bruce and Paul, Paul. Dini didn't didn't uh, didn't invent them to. Uh, that's her origin that they gave us. A different level of abuse. I get. I guess I, I. I agree with you that it is a level of abuse, but not on the same level that we see in this movie and in the comics today. I feel. I feel like the character of Harley Quinn is very problematic. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But I just think, I. I, I wish the movie was in better hands to just to show that relationship, pro- like for what it is. The the, the she's the a victim. Movie, she's literally a victim. Yeah. And the, that's the sad. movie. The movie feels like. The crappest, jockest. Co- and, well, look, and like, it doesn't surprise you when you jump on David Ayer, the director of this film. One, one of his earliest credits is screenwriter for the first Fast and the Furious film, and that pretty much sums it all up, doesn't it? Yeah. So, what I found really funny is that oh, and he's a military man, and that's why I reckon fucking oh, Zack Snyder got him to do this. He was in the Navy, right? Yeah. So if you go on his IMDb, it, it says like roles. It's like director and also Navy, and it has like his full squadron and shit. And you watch this and you go. Yeah, Zack Snyder loves this guy. They probably met at CrossFit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, with a drill sergeant yelling at them both. And they're like, man, do you know what's wrong with the fucking pussy comic movies? No, what? Not enough fucking guns. (laughs) Not enough fucking tattoos. Amen, brother. We're doing that envelope. (laughs) Just coming in it. (laughs) Pass it over here, dickhead. (laughs) Like, that's literally their origin story. Yeah, so... All right, let's start with the movie. Should we start with our relationship? So... It, this movie was going to be the bastion of hope after Batman vs. Superman. In a way, we were like, well, that movie sucked major balls. And yeah. we spent nine hours on but it. But at least this one is going to be really fun. And that's what we saw. We're like, look, you're doing a movie about bad guys. They're doing the Dirty Dozen. They're doing the anti-Avengers. They're doing weird move, their Guardians a, of the Galaxy. Too, exactly. With, yeah. Their weird move, but also kind of ballsy. Like, I found it not ballsy that they rushed... You know, solo standalone films to do Batman vs Superman. That wasn't ballsy. That was transparent that they wanted a prelude to Justice League. Hell, totally. they even made it the subtitle of Batman vs Superman. Yeah, it literally did. One thing about these movies, I've got to say, both of them, they both did what they said on the box. One was literally a trailer for Justice League, down to the shitty dream sequence and the shitty 
like uh, for, like yeah, um, it truly Lex Luthor was design the dawn team of justice. It was, and this other movie just made me want to commit, join a squad, which was into suicide, r- watch. ritualistic suicide. <laughs> Because I felt like killing myself. I this movie I really wanted to walk out of um, towards the end. I mean, how how ballsy is that? Walking out of a movie you haven't even paid for. That's just literally <laughs> going. I didn't even pay for this, and I have. So I want to go pay for a movie to watch instead of this. On my comic book podcast series issues with Siobhan Coombs, she and I were asked by Event Cinemas to go and watch, go to the premiere and then interview people after the movie finished. And I tell you what, I'm really glad they asked you guys to do that. So I ca- I walked out of the movie and I saw her and I. Was I was like, oh my god, this is going to be hell because no one is going to want to say a good thing about this movie. Yeah. And I was proven wrong immediately. It's interesting. I mean, the thing with these movies, the thing with comic book movies, and I, and I honestly think it, the bubble is about to burst soon. And I think Warner Brothers are going to be partially responsible for it. Like entirely. Yeah. If, if it does, I mean, fatigue I- is setting in. Whether we like it or not, fatigue is setting in, and it's these slight tweaks that we've seen. The Deadpool's, the Guardians. These are the. Even Ant Man, I, I thought Ant Man was terrific. These slight tweaks on the formulas are th- kind of keeping it fresh, but I honestly think that the bad word of mouth from these DC EU films yep. is going to be the death of you know they stop making westerns and for a Fox reason. Too. And Fox, Fox, Fox as well. are as responsible as well. Like, but you know, Apocalypse westerns stopped getting house. made. Remember, westerns were a big thing. Yeah, war movies were a big thing. They don't make them anymore because there was fatigue, and I think we're so close. When was when were we fatigued from westerns and and war? Oh, like the fifties and the sixties, and then yeah, when right, Craven, pr- when then like Saving Private Ryan or Full Metal Jacket came out, it was a big deal. It's like, ooh, Kubrick's doing a war movie. Ooh, you know, Spielberg's doing his war movie. Like yeah, it yeah, became sure. like a, and then we're almost at the point. Seriously, if there was two more movies that came out this year of Suicide Squad quality, so Wonder Woman and Aquaman, oh Justice League, yeah. <laughs> It's Batman and well, Robin. I mean, Doctor Strange, like, for me, looks like it's it's the Marvel movie that I'm the least excited well, you know what? about ever. We are two or three bad comic book films of a B- Batman and Robin situation on so our hands. We're getting, which, do- we're getting Doctor Strange and Wonder Woman by the end of the year, right? Wonder Woman's next year. Next year? Okay, right. Wonder Woman's next year. I think Doctor Strange... No, Doctor Strange is this year, isn't it? It's the only movie besides Civil War. It's the only Marvel movie, isn't it, this right. year? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But I reckon we're two or three bad movies away from... A Batman and Robin scenario in which comic book movies were put on ice for like five years, like they just weren't made, and studios had to rethink. And then X Men changed of, all that. Changed all of that, and I honestly think we're that close to that happening again. So the first half of Suicide oh. Squad had made me go, "Oh, this is just like Batman and Robin," and I kind of liked that. Like it really and reminded that's such a horrible me thought to of have. Joel Schumacher's vision of Batman. Like, and that, that's such a. I, I actually spoke to somebody at work today, and I'm like, "Hey, I saw you at Suicide Squad, but I didn't want to draw attention to you and I for, you know, being embarrassed at paying to watch this movie." And they're like, "Oh, I really liked it. My favorite bat, my favorite comic movie is Batman and Robin and Batman what? Forever." And Who I was is like, "That? Oh, I don't want to say." But then I was just like, "Can you just do a rhyming slang version?" No, of their name? they're not a person, you know. Okay. But then I was just like, "Cool, remind me to never talk to you about <laughs> films it, again." Is it Dewey McBlurdy? No, no, he can't watch films. <laughs> He can't. He doesn't go to cinema. Um, no, it was a person like from... Yeah, I was just like, oh, I quit. Remind me to never, ever trust your opinion on films again. <laughs> but isn't that that's weird? That, yeah, and that completely validates what you said. So look, from the get-go... But that, that's the good part of the movie. Like the, the, the first And that's half when you know you're hour, in a hostage negotiation. It's, it's and- real dumb, but it's fun. It's fine. Like I thought the first half hour of this movie, it was by numbers. Like they introduce every character with a shitty... 
pop or rock. Oh no no song. no, that's where you're wrong. They only introduce like three characters, and then the rest of them just walk in mid conversation, sure. and you're like, who the hell's that woman with a sword? Why does this guy have ropes? Like, no, no oh one's. My God. In- you only get introduced to Deadshot and Harley Quinn. No, and one then Amanda Waller kind of gets lumped into that same introduction. Yeah, like no yeah. one else is introduced to the point where Harley Quinn and Deadshot have two or three origins within the first ten minutes. Yeah. And you're like, hang on, we've just introduced... What? what? Why, why do we need to learn more about you? I mean... Tell me about the Australian guy that, for some reason, when everyone else was given their gear, he was given a tall boy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why these idiots are the best of the... Yeah, okay, all right. Because so, there's only right. one meta-human in the team. Totally, all right. So, how about... Okay, in this, Can we just in start this from scenario? the start? Should we just do the plot? No, fuck that. I hate it. No, 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 we've got to do... Because <laughs> I can remember... It's like being... Held hostage. I can remember every minute of this film. I mean, I remember. You know, my first thought: the what's movie that? opened, and you got the shot of the swamps in Louisiana. Where what's the prison called? Bell Ru- Bell Rave. Bell Rave. And the first thing I noticed Rave. when I knew I was going to have a problem with this film was the font saying where it was was black, and you couldn't read it because it was on top of mud. And it said like, and I'm like, well, there's the first problem. Like, <laughs> your typographist is shit. I can't even read where this movie said. And then it literally played like the trailers. It was them in prison doing their like exercises, Deadpool punching a bag, Harley Quinn doing gymnastics because I guess that's such her her great move that she's chosen to become this on this squad of defenders. Also, if your boyfriend is a crazy psychotic gangster, why would you have a woman whose only power is carrying a mallet? Well, that's what I was going to say. So I want to I want to pitch all of the Suicide Squad members. All to right, you. let's do that. Okay, let's do that. Okay, cool. So we'll start with the easy one, Deadshot. Deadshot. An assassin. Yeah. He never can, misses he, a shot. He never misses a shot. He, uh, in the comics I've read that uh, he doesn't really care if he lives or dies. So that's good. It means he'll just, you know, carry out the mission he is as the he sees fit. He's the closest thing to like DC's anti-hero. Totally. Like, he is, and, and, and if he's he a dies, character. he's out. Yeah. yeah. He like was, he's like a Han Solo almost. Totally. If you will. Except Will Smith chose to play him as Will Smith. Will Smith made the ballsy decision to yeah. go, uh, hey, great, good, cool script. I love the fact you've printed it, but if, are you familiar with the movies Men in Black? Bad Boys And Boom Shake the Room Boom Shake the Room Great because cinema I'm not reading that I'm just gonna do that And you guys are gonna just Feed me motivation Like that's Like I think my favourite My part when I knew Will Smith was going Very Will Smith on this Was when He told uh, Joel Kinnaman's Charmless Which is one word I'm gonna use to describe This movie was utterly charmless Completely When he tells Joel Kinnaman's Rick Flag "I, I want you to White people My daughter and put her through college. Yeah, I actually laughed at that. <laughs> I was just like, mm, it's not really what Deadshot's about. Totally. But it De- was it was just a Will Smith line. Yeah. Yeah. De- Deadshot for me is like in in the comics he he is is raised with the same amount of wealth that Bruce Wayne has. Yeah. And then he chooses a life of being a redneck a with mercenary. a mustache. Yeah. And 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 killing people. Yeah. In um, this film, he literally was Will Smith. Yeah, absolutely. He was a man. He was he was he was humorless. Yep. And he was a man who just wanted his daughter back because there was like they were lazy and were like we need the audience to like this character. What can we do? You were telling me a second ago that uh, you read something that says that uh, yeah. dead, Deadshot doesn't miss a shot. Miss a shot. He doesn't, he doesn't miss, miss anything, anything except, except his, his daughter. daughter for the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, look, I've got to say, it's like when we had Tony Abbott as a prime minister. As terrible as that was, it brought out a lot of great art and a lot of great responses from the everyday man. And, you know, the good thing about this movie is I've been reading some of the funniest sentences and some of the (laughs) funniest, like, reactions from 
so many different walks of life. That's great. Okay, so pitch them. Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah. We did a show. That's, that's an easy one. You only want the team, right? He's, yeah. he's an incredible assassin. He doesn't miss his shot. Can we, why does this team exist? What I don't get. So there's the Enchantress, which Amanda Waller, apparently Car- Cara Delevingne is an archaeologist. I don't know why, because she walks into a cave and then breaks, and a breaks something and straight away. Which that's what you do when you're an archaeologist. You're I've seen look. S- I don't know a lot about archaeology. I've seen four Indiana Jones movies. I know he would never walk into a thing and snap it in half. So she does that, gets possessed, and then the cleanup team can't find the brothers thing, which is right next to it. Yeah. Fucking hell! Everyone in this movie is so incompetent. The Joker's incompetent, being the Joker. She's incompetent being an archaeologist. Right. The cleanup team. She's on the team though. No, she's no. A, she's a Isn't witch. Isn't she with... the reason why the team exists? No, I don't so, get it. Okay, so the reason that the reason the team exists is because Amanda Waller sees Superman and thinks, "Oh my God, what if this guy was evil? What would we have against this?" So guy? who does she work for? We never find out. The government. Yeah, but that's what it, like that's not a thing. Like we, that's why I said that's why I put a question mark. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Government. But I mean, like from a scriptwriter point of view, or like from an audience, like saying the government isn't good enough. It's like what? No, yeah. not the government. And for what it's worth, Viola Davis is probably the best thing about this. Yeah, movie. If, if her script, she like, actually read the fucking Suicide Squad comics before yeah. doing this, and does does an incredible portrayal of of, of Amanda. She's Waller. my second favorite performance via a Samsung tablet in the film. <laughs> Second. Who's your first? Uh, when the Joker holds one up and there's a woman like looking sad on it. I'm not too sure what it was doing or why that scene existed, but just second after that. By the way, it goes without saying that we're going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. Oh yeah, right this movie's going to get... Because it was barely a movie. It doesn't even deserve any grace that, uh, that comes, right. comes with being a movie. I, I, I t- like I said, dude, this is like an alien had somehow come across a film uh, in, in its UFO in another galaxy, somehow tuned into human, you know a human film, watched it and thought, I'm going to go down on Earth and make a movie. And I've only watched one film, but I think I know how I've got it and proceeded to make a film because it is like the most haphazard slapdash thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So, all right. So, Walla wants to put the team together because she's afraid of a meta-human. Yeah, potentially. And, and so, she's already put together Enchantress. So, let me let me pitch you Enchantress. Okay. All right. So, she is um, the now forced split personality yep. of a uh, June archaeologist Moon, the- called June Moon. Great name. Um, great, incredible name. Um, she's really hot. She has great eyebrows. Great brows. And but- she can turn into a witch with unimaginable and untracked power. See, all I saw was that she like hula dances. Right, that's but literally all she does. Is that, let's is imagine you haven't power? seen that. Okay, okay. Um, in the comic books, when June, when when Enchantress was like this really comedic level of the book mm-hmm. in the in the eighties run. So whenever she like Enchantress was was so powerful, and she was such a she was like their Hulk in a sure. way. So they would unleash the Enchantress. On whatever threat they were facing, sure. And Deadshot was had such incredible aim that if Enchantress ever, you know, like lost it, she they were able to Deadshot was able to like shoot a bullet that would graze Enchantress's fucking head, yeah. And then she would like pass out, and June, June Moon, Moon would be able to take over. Gotcha. In this iteration of Enchantress, all June Moon needs to do is fall asleep, and the Enchantress takes over her body and goes and finds her. Brother. And steals, like, Al-Qaeda plans. Yeah. Ridiculously fucking stupid. But anyway. And I've got to say shout-out. I t- said this to you in a text, so sorry if you've heard this before. But shout-out to you. 
whoever did the work on the 2002 film The Mummy 3 Scorpion King because not only did they get their job back to create a CG villain, uh, Enchantress's brother, but still using the same software. Like, must be going, I can't believe I didn't have to up- up- update <laughs> my, like, After Effects because the CG in this film is horrible. What's his name? Like, Inferno or something I just crap like that? Yeah. Tall brother. Yeah. Tall, <laughs> tall Tall boy. Tall boy. He's the tall boy. Speaking of tall boys, I've got another villain for you, Amanda Waller. Great. Okay. His name no, is No, no, Captain- you're Amanda Waller and you're pitching to me. Okay, cool. In the restaurant Who that you? nobody Obama. goes to. Um, yeah. I'm Obama. Um, so, uh, I've got this incredible Australian villain for you. We captured him. What's he doing in the States? I don't know. Don't, don't ask quest- too <laughs> many questions, too many questions, Obama. Why, uh, he just did. Because if he's you. a thief, why Thanks, would Thanks, we- Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Your terrible, th- tough on immigration policy wasn't tough enough. Is his power building a wall? <laughs> so, he has boomerangs, hence his name. Okay, that's uh, kind of dumb. We don't really see him throw any in the movie. So has he got superpowers? Like, can uh, he? You know, he can just throw great boomerangs. He can, and, and what and, good is and, that? In a... and well, no, he he sharpens his boomerangs. But what, okay, so, so he can if cut the people. Is, if the threat is a Kryptonian, what what good's a boomerang? Oh, he's just got lots of boomerangs. But what good is that? If we're going to assemble, oh his well, team, no, 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 get this though. He can drink a lot of piss. I'll get him on the team. Uh, so he... Jai Courtney plays Captain Boomerang. I look, really enjoyed his I was about to say, it, it pains me to say this, but Jai Courtney was... He was like the breakout star of this movie. Yeah, and he has five lines in the film. Yeah. If that, like most people who aren't Margot Robbie and Will Smith. Everyone, yeah. the, 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 oh, and Joel Kinnaman. Everyone else has five lines in this film. Cool. So we'll move on. You, you, you agreed. So so far we've got Boomerang. Yeah, uh, terrible. You're, you're, terrible decision to have him on the team. But, but you want him anyway. Well, uh, not really, but not, Ju- if the purpose is to defeat Superman. June Maine and slash Enchantress. You're on board. Incredible power. Possibly seems similar. unruly Seems like a liability Probably not her Deadshot Can shoot anything He's great You know He misses his daughter Again a or, Did I mention that he's Will Smith Oh in that case Does he sing about the movie Does he have a rap Yeah, yeah it's incredible It's called Suicide Squad He, he, he records it as Rick was oh, With good. Skrillex It's incredible But what I'm wondering is You it's said one on you're iTunes, making this baby. team To stop Superman Essentially Yeah None of these people Would be good against Superman Also Superman's dead Oh, so why are we making this team? Why do we make this? <laughs> I don't know why I brought these... that up. Just, I knew you were already But why are we getting these people out of jail? Uh, because what if Superman comes back to life and is evil? It's happened before. But these guys aren't going to stop them. No, 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 don't worry. We've got more. Oh, We've got wait. More. Is it going to be a good soundtrack though? So oh, can... man. Have you, have you heard Without Me by Eminem? Uh, no. Oh, it goes a little something. Who's that? Some, some... Like this. Is that that indie Detroit artist? Yeah. Oh, cool. He's really, he's really good. Oh, wow. So you're saying I can meet all these characters. Yeah. Yeah, Eminem is going to be one of the members of the Suicide Squad. Which one's he? Uh, So Eminem plays an incredible character. Um, Her name is Harley Quinn. Great. And Harley Quinn is the hot pants wearing... In fact... I think her digitally pants altered. get shorter and shorter as the movie You know they were digitally altered to be shorter? That's so fucked. Yeah. Uh, but in uh, other countries, they're being digitally extended. Wow. Which countries are those? Uh, self-respecting countries. Because I don't think Suicide Squad is screening in China. It's not. I'm not sure why. Unlike Ghostbusters, where they just don't like the afterlife, they're literally like, we don't want this one. They are afraid of no ghosts. Yeah, they, they, are, they are afraid of ghosts, but they're also afraid of horrible films. Um... Oh, in, in, in Suicide Squad. Ghostbusters is not horrible, right? Uh, no, Ghostbusters is not horrible. They're afraid, like, they ban Ghostbusters because of, g- of ghosts. G- 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 ghosts. But they're just scared of shit films. Um, so, Harley Quinn. Sure. You've got to have her on your, on your team, Amanda Waller. Oh, Wait, why? Because Obama, she must, sorry, is she Obama. a meta human? She's got super strength. Can... Um, well, 
she uh, jumped into a pit of lava. Oh. No, acid, sorry. She jumped into a big vat of acid. Well, that's already a liability. Yeah, with her boyfriend who was a super criminal who's killed hundreds of people. So wait. And dresses like the Instagram version of like the worst cunt you know. Okay, the Joker is literally like Justin Bieber is going to a Halloween party and it's like, I'm going as the Joker this year. Yeah. And I like Justin Bieber. I love Biebs. But like, that's literally what it is, isn't it? It's like a guy who's out of touch, who has nothing... No, like- it's Justice- Justin Bieber's dad. Yep. Justin, Justin Bieber is holding his own Hosting Halloween a Suicide party. Squad Halloween party and, and going, and, and, I'm going as the Joker. And Justin's B- Justin Bieber's dad's like, oh, I heard my son is going as Captain Boomerang. I'm, I'm going to go, go as the Joker. Joker. So wait, you're saying... Oh, no, he would be totally be Batman. So she's, n- she's in jail, but he's not. So when he come for us and like kind of try no, to... No, 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 no. Like, like, like she got caught because um, she was just terrible at being a, a super... She got punched out by the bat, the well, Batman. Wait, but how did her boyfriend get away? Um, don't worry about the boyfriend before, but and right is the boyfriend the most iconic villain in the world? Yeah, but she got punched out by the bat. But wasn't the boyfriend next to her at the time? She has a big hammer. Okay, but so what's a big uh, uh, made out of wood? Right? No, 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 yeah, yeah, big, a big hammer that she sometimes punches, but really she holds it around for the first ten minutes of the movie, then ditches it. So what's that going to do against Superman? Well, like, the thing, he's her hair is bullet. three different colors. Oh, okay, no, get her on the team. <laughs> Wait, is she funny? Uh, no, no, I mean, you haven't really, you've, you've probably heard every joke she makes Is she funny in that way you laugh at hot people? Yeah. Great. She, she looks fantastic. And, and, uh, did you like Wait, the nanny? Wait, am I going to see her butt? Like, can you A promise? Lot. But did you like the nanny? I thought the nanny was, uh, you know, Fran definitely Fine. a product of its time. Fran Drescher? Yeah. I thought it was a product but of But how time. good was her, her voice and accent? Look, pretty grating. Yeah. Would you love it in the, in, 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 on a superhero? Only for delivered punchlines. Yeah. Great. So she's, she's, on the in. Team? she's in the team. So wait, what, what what can she do again? How she's so she's not, she don't sounds worry about like that. a liability. She looks great. She sounds like a liability, to like everybody else on this team. No, no, no. She, and she just also doesn't want to be here the most out of everyone. But she also doesn't really want to be not here. Right. She's a really great character. Really, really easy to describe. Cool. I think, I think she's an absolute winner. Is she going to look good on a t-shirt? Yeah, her t-shirt is very funny. No, I mean, is, is she going to look good on a t-shirt? If I love this <laughs> film, and you know, not only I, will she look good on a t-shirt. People want to buy her T-shirt. Oh, great! Okay, cool. and her T-shirt says "Daddy's Little Monster." Monster. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, that you, sounds you got great. It. You, how did you guess? Because I love this character and film so much. Okay, so we've got those. Uh, Harley Quinn's ones. on the team. We've got Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and that's all so far, right? That's all we've got. Well, Enchantress. Me, and Enchantress, of Who course. I still don't think is on the team. No, no, she's on the team. She's got in- incredible. But power. never in the film. She's not she might. This- she might betray us, but let's keep her on the team. Killer Croc. Again, liability. Let me tell you about Killer Croc. Wait, let me tell you this. <laughs> let me ask you this. Is he racial? Is, is there a racial stereotype you can just tell me rather than explain this character well, to me? Well, how about this? How about <laughs> instead of having just one racial stereotype? Yeah. I'll give you three. Great. <laughs> Killer Croc. Imagine if... Tell me one thing he likes. <laughs> imagine He loves fried chicken, watermelon. What's his favorite drink? Syrup. Great. <laughs> So, so he's the first lean drinking DC character. Yeah. So imagine if every horrible black stereotype was a crocodile. See, I thought that was kind of outdated, and I thought like if you make a new movie now, that there are kind of stereotypes you kind of steer no, away because no, no. there's, there's stereotypes for a reason they don't exist. Serious, serious, Sonic Squad. <laughs> serious. Um, is was made in a, an incredible era. It, uh, they actually went back in time and recorded this alongside. A little film called Meteor Man in the 90s. Sure. Did you ever see that one? No, I didn't. 
pretty bad superhero. Not too busy movie. eating uh, fried chicken and watching the BET channel. Oh fucking hell! He actually requested he has BET. Yeah. In his uh, it's the most in his cell at one point. So explain BET for people who Black Entertainment Television yep. is what it stands for. It's exactly what it stands for, and that is his one request, so he can see big booties on his screen. Literally, is what we've shown. Yeah. Booties leaning on cars. I mean, going. Would, why wouldn't you request a uh, a laptop with World Star? Well, why don't you like request a fucking dermatologist? Yeah, you crocodile. <laughs> You're a crocodile. So, so what's his the power? character that played Killer Croc is black, is African American. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sure. But like, I remember in the lead up to this, it was like, oh, he studied how a crocodile moves, <laughs> so he could walk as a crocodile. He's literally the most on wires looking motherfucker when he walks down these stairs. It's like he's literally being hovered by ropes to walk like a dog. When and did you see the bit where he started swimming as yeah. a crocodile? Yeah. <laughs> It's so literally like st- he studied that. It's he, like when you're what, what did what did he study? Like Steve Irwin's death video. <laughs> there's, there's nothing good about that. So yeah, if you ever wanted the most cringy black stereotype to also be a crocodile, please kill a croc. Is, get him on, is the team. You on the but team. But look, I'm afraid there's only one one weird stereotype at the moment. I want a few more to the focus. I've got quite a few. It's fine. Oh, cool. Okay, what if we had a Latino supervillain? That had a history... Slept all the time because he was lazy? That had a... No, no, no. Get even oh. better than that. He has a history of domestic violence. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, that makes sense. The, like, just like Trump's vision of a Mexican stereotype. Well, how am I going to know he's Mexican if there's no line Don't about worry. what food he eats? He, he is covered in facial tattoos. Oh, cool. Like Mexicans. <laughs> That's right. And he, uh, on, he is on fuego. Oh, great. So, like, he's, he's a hot tamale? Yeah, that's right. He is straight up on fire for at least 40% of this movie. I hope there's not some weird Catholic, like, religious overtones with his tattoos. Oh, wait, is he covered in tattoos? Absolutely covered in tattoos. Oh, cool. He has more tattoos than he does skin or character depth. Great, great, great. And is he supposed to be the shining light of this film? Well, pun intended? I mean, really, he is, without him on the team, they would have all died. So he's literally the only metahuman. He's the only metahuman and the only reason they don't get destroyed by the final boss. At so why end. don't we just use him? And why don't we train him to be uh, a cool assassin? Let's just get eight people. Sounds like a huge liability. Yeah, you're right, but let's get eight Can people. Can I just say, how good was the line when the guard came out and said, time to stop eating that burrito and wake up? Fuck. How good is when um, everyone is imagining like what perfect life oh, yeah. they have? And, and he his, imagines his... his wife and children being alive, except his children are asleep. Yeah. And his wife says, the children are asleep. Let's fuck, baby. I was like, wow. Good to see you. Anyway, so let's go on to the, the final member of, uh, of the squad. Um, she is... Oh, no, you're forgetting a few. I'm forgetting a few. I'll, I'll go through more. Don't worry. But uh, this one is in particular. She's katana. Cool. Like the name of... That's a Japanese word for sword. That's, and that's exactly the name of the same sword that she has. But oh, cool. her sword is contains the soul of her husband. And how do you know that? Because she says that it contains the soul of her husband. <laughs> oh, and, and that's why does that she ever does come into anything... Play- does that ever come to play in the film at all? Does the sword capture? I mean, like- not in any other way besides the fact that she does every single thing for her dead husband and longs to be with her dead husband again. Oh, so she should get on fine with Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's right. Like all she wants in the world is to just be in a boring, normal. Look, relationship I'm going to stop you right now. I'm going to say already this team for me. If I'm going to invest in this team, sounds a little overstuffed, and it sounds like everyone on the team is probably a liability. Like, no, why no, don't hold we just- on a minute. You haven't got any characters that are good with ropes. 
Well, we don't. It's 2016. Like, I don't think ropes are I don't really know if you've looked outside at any point, Mr. Obama. Yeah, I'm looking outside. No, no, no. Look outside. I can see a whole lot of ropes out there. I'm, You're going to need someone who's good with them. I, look, I've already given you a free pass with this boomerang throwing dude. All right, all right. How about we do the entire first half of the movie? We don't even mention this guy who's good with ropes. And then all of a sudden... I'm just worried. Why, why do we need a guy with ropes? We've, this, already, got, we've already got a fire guy. <laughs> He's going to burn the ropes. Just hear me out here, Obama. We introduce a guy just after the halfway point of the movie. Introduce a guy who's fucking sick with ropes. So he must be we the never actually character see him that everybody loves no, 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 recognize no. instantly. Right? He has one line. Oh. And uh, he, that line well, is... Well, it means he must have an important role in the third act. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Get, hear me out here. I hope his line doesn't have anything to do with punching women because I'm like, I'm just getting over the Batman punch. So he gets introduced <laughs> and then he classically, like, you don't understand. This is beautiful moment. Sure. Punches out a woman. Oh. With his fist. Not oh, that- a rope. Okay. So why are we got and this And don't worry. It's not like the woman is a rope or anything. She's just a woman. So why does he punch her? I just cause. It's a great character. So we, are we thinking these metahumans are just going to be women? That aren't metahumans that this guy will punch. Is that why we're getting him on the team? I mean, I don't. I don't. I think what we want to get, portray is that this guy is great with ropes and loves punching women. I don't think we like need that guy on the team. Like I, I'm already like literally the drunk you, Australian guy is a bit. It is a stereotype. I realize there's another stereotype. The drunk Australian guy. Even that's a bit lenient. Like I'm giving you a little leeway. Okay. The crocodile's right. a bit weird. All it does it sounds like is he watches TV. You need. You need to win me. Uh, let me to win you over on this. How about this guy is expendable. We'll give him 30 seconds on screen. He punches out a woman. This is going to cost a lot of money. No, 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 no. And then we use our killer app, Wink, to <laughs> kill this guy. Because everyone that I've mentioned to you so far, Obama, has a bomb implanted in their neck that we can make explode with a touch Look, of our finger. I'm only going to let you get this guy on the team if you can ensure me that the funny New Jersey clown can make a joke about a killer app. You got it. Well, Obama. Hey, you got yourself a deal. Yes, we can. Four more years. Wow. So that's the team. Oh, no, um, we, uh, we, and, I, and I thought it should be headed by someone someone uh, who is... Hey, wait, uh, can you see that wet cloth over there? Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you could get like maybe put a machine gun in that hand and make that the leader. I can see. You can see my friend Rick Flagg over <laughs> hey, there. Hey, Rick. Yeah, he was a great... Also, can you give him a problematic relationship with the... The uh, you know the unpredictable witch thing. Which yeah. How would you like him portrayed as someone who you absolutely think will die at every moment of the movie, and then for some reason doesn't by the end? Only if you can promise me a scene where he just stays in hotel rooms with this witch thing for no reason. Is that cool? Yeah, of course. And it's chicken at three a.m. <laughs> you got it. Cool. Wow. So that's every character. That's in the, the squad. Oh, also, wait, wait, wait. You guys, you know Bruce Wayne, right? Of course. The Bat. So, even though in the last film he, we saw him in, he had a really snazzily hacked, beautifully uh, graphically designed dossier on every single metahuman. Yeah, Could you maybe just give him a couple pieces of paper that he, and a weird restaurant that no one eats at because he just needs them for some reason? Like, Don't you think that that's like... Okay, that, so the end scene in the credits... The special scene they DC said they would never do a Marvel and put a move a mid credit movie scene and they went and did it straight away. Is Bruce Wayne meeting Amanda Waller asking for documents on metahumans? But didn't he fucking literally get them graphically designed in the last <laughs> film? She hands him four pieces of paper. Yeah. What's gonna be on those pieces of paper that's not on Lex Luthor's supercomputer like, you know, Photoshop c- cracked version 
of superheroes. Like that's what I found so weird. Like at least get your fucking consistency right with your deleted, like with your bonus scenes. He has everything. He had a hand to on a plate when he hacked it, and then emailed photos to Wonder Woman of herself while he was fighting Superman, <laughs> which we pointed out. Yeah. So yeah, the Suicide Squad. Wow. So they're kind of patsies, aren't they? Some kind of Suicide Squad. Oh wait, I wrote down a cardinal rule of why I hated this movie. Three things I look for in all films is. Uh, musical cues to tell you how you feel. Fuck that was. I think the music is one of the worst things about this movie. Hands down. Um, close-ups of phones with text messages on screen to convey feelings. <laughs> yep. And the title of the movie is said by a character, <laughs> and it breaks all three cardinal rules. So, what I didn't get. Now, one thing I got to say is we saw um the trailers right, mm-hmm. and what I thought was really interesting about Suicide Squad was I didn't really know what the movie was about. I thought they were being really good with the marketing. I'm like, cool, so they're going to get a Dirty Dozen team of these misfits and then I guess they go on a mission. But it's pretty cool we don't know anything about the mission. And it's pretty cool they're being pretty restrictive with the visuals. They're only showing us a street on fire, a restaurant that nobody's in, and a jail cell. And it's pretty cool. I can't wait to see which new you know areas of the DC universe we're going to be seeing in this film. Turns out there's none. Yep, that's it. It's literally three sets in this film. The biggest fucking backlot-looking street you've ever seen, which conveniently no one else is in except for a burnt helicopter and no one... Like, where is the civilians? Like, is this DC's thing now? If they want to clear out a city, they don't even tell you now. You just assume every city has an amazing evacuation plan. Like, no, no other souls are in that city. Well, I feel like that was, like, the one thing that they took from the criticism from Man of Steel. The is, one thing they took. They is took like, oh, of- shit, audiences don't like it when you kill hundreds of people in a, in a superhero. But fight. now I kind of want to at least know how people are getting rid- like getting out of this city. Like, their escape plan's better They're not than- here anymore. They're just not there. They're gone, motherfucker. It's incredible. Um, that's it. That, a, a restaurant that no one's at. Yep. Which is amazing. I'm just blown away by the fact this fucking business can operate. This hospitality business can operate where no one eats or orders food. <laughs> but no one, there's no patrons either. Yeah. Is that Amanda Waller's restaurant, do you think? Is that her like thing? Well, I, mean, I, guess, I don't know. I've, I, it's, it's been an evacuator, right? But I feel like you can also just flick on all of the, you know... And have a steak the cocktail sent out. functions. Yeah. And food functions which is the, with the flick of the button. That and the jail cells. Of which was probably the same cell. They just repackage it every time. Yeah. Also... Again, sorry, getting ahead of myself. If the Joker could just break in so easily like he does in the last frame of this movie to free Harley Quinn, why didn't he do that at the start? Why didn't he just free her if he could always free her? What an ultimate gag. (laughs) And how does this guy have time for his SWAT SWAT outfit that he's wearing? Because he comes in disguise looking like a SWAT team. Why does everyone else have SWAT or whatever written on it, but he has Joker embroidered on it and has all Joker branding on his... Really? Like, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I was rolling in my eyes so much that I didn't even notice. Yeah. No, that, that it's like... It's just... Yeah. So, I wrote an article um, as immediately after watching it um, that was published on the website Life Without Andy. We have our week. different ways. I tried grabbing the straw which came in my coke and slipped my wrist during the film turns out the plastic's not strong enough that was my way of coping maybe you, next time you you got your pain out in an article um so I, the article is called 10 reasons why you should go see suicide squad and 4000 reasons you shouldn't i tried really hard to think of 10 great things about this movie and uh i'm just gonna read like them in dot like point this now. is literally like akin to sticking up for your racist friend yeah isn't it like that's how hard it was for you to look for 10 good things about this movie like it's like going 
oh, that's my sexist. He's actually kind of okay. Like, it's just like, whoa. I don't uh, know. He's, how he's really good at sport. Yeah. He's good at a thing. He gets a discount from the milk bar. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. His he sister's gorgeous. He, he can like group sex somebody while they're asleep and like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, like it's, it, it's literally like that. Like, I don't know how you did this. Sorry. I'm going to go from number 10. Number one, number 10 to number one. Starting with Viola Davis is really good. Look, I don't. Th- I think really is being generous. Give it in the context of the film, really good. She I th- think also she just just from like portraying and, and John she Ostrander, much, she who, just played who, a who, stern woman with a stick up her ass. Yeah, but that's kind of what Amanda Waller is. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like she did that really. There is well. a scene. I actually loved the scene in which she took out the three FBI agents. It actually felt really true to her character. It was fine. I also didn't care. I was just like, I don't know what's going on. But it was quite like whoa when it happened. Like I, I, yeah. I, I, I liked that moment. And she I she was think- the most dangerous thing in the film. Like to be honest, she was the most. Absolutely, she was more Joker than the Joker, and she was easily the most captivating character in the whole. Yeah, movie. and she's to me not at all captivating. <laughs> she was just like. I'm going to do this and I have to do... Like, she just had no... We had... I, I find it really hard. I needed to know why she wanted to make this team. And I... That's true. I mean, there that, was no reason. From that like, point of view. I mean, like, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's the content she was given to work with, though. She, yeah, I mean, she did She did fine in her role, but also she we were given nothing why this team needs to exist. Definitely. While Superman is dead. Like, just so strange. What's um, her personal involvement? Like, why does she care so much? Yeah. You know, totally. like, there's nothing. I had nothing. I was just like, well... He's a chick who needs a job done. All right, so that was number one reason sure. you should go see it. Number two, Will Smith is in it. I mean, I mean, he was terrible at being Deadshot. I've never but been he a was, Will Smith fan. I he was th- great. You bullshit. I, I, I think he's fine. Did you did you not like Independence Day? Yeah, but he's just Will Smith. Yeah, I know. But like, I haven't seen Will Smith in a movie since Hancock. Watch, watch, watch Independence Day. Watch Hancock. We don't need like I, I don't like I know Will Smith for some reason was really popular. I never got it. He's like, and I know he was the most paid actor. He still is, I think. Is he really? Highest paid. Really? Yeah, but he's not great. He doesn't do anything. He, he just bell- is Will Smith. It is nice to see him on screen. I don't, I, like, I'd rather see Jaden Smith in this film. Jaden Smith's Joker Ooh, would be amazing. I agree with you. Ben, Jaden Smith's Joker would be lit Jaden Smith's Joker and Willow Smith's Harley Quinn. <laughs> now that's a fucking duo I want to see. I don't want to see them, but they can't be a couple then. Oh, it's acting. <laughs> you know, like air kisses, whatever. You are truly twisted and damaged. Well, that's Angus. why I got the tattoo on my forehead. No, um, Will Smith right. was in it. You know what? I'll give it for the novelty factor that Will Smith's in it. I haven't seen a movie with Will Smith in it in seven years. Yeah. Okay. Exciting. Neither is Will Smith. Um, number three, it's a movie with Batman in it that doesn't have a scene in which his parents are shot. That's true. Again, the only one I can think of where they're not is Batman and Robin. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> an incredible cinematic feat. Yeah. So, well done. I mean, we haven't even spoken about Batman in this movie. I feel, I, I, I just, you know what? This whole DC EU, I just feel really bad for Ben Affleck. Me too. Like, fuck, the guy's finally won Oscars. Finally, like, proven himself to be more than J Lo's boyfriend. You know, like, stop being a laughing stock. He's able to rise above above everything else except, except these DC universe, and he is so invested in he it. He just wants his Batman movie. You cunts, give, give him a Batman him. movie. Like, I just feel so bad because he's a great Batman. Besides the killing, but that wasn't his problem. <laughs> And he looks it, like but Batman. But in this, he either the, either it's been edited to not give him any moment of like coolness. He doesn't do movie. anything. He's literally standing. It's like literally this movie because this movie's budget was one quarter of Batman versus Superman's budget, and it really shows because where fucking Zack Snyder have a twenty minute shot of Batman gliding down to the dead shot in this film, we're giving him. He just appears behind him. 
And it's like all medium close ups. Like, did you notice every shot was just a medium close up of someone's shoulders and head? Like, there was never any yeah. establishing shots. Like, it's just, you could even, you could tell they were running out of film. But I doubt they shot it on film, but you could tell this movie was a quarter of the budget. Like, where Zack Snyder lingers and makes you angry at the lingering, I wanted some of that lingering in here to actually tell what was going on in the film. Totally. Um, I, I just found, like, everything that, we'd, we'd, that we saw of Batman, we'd already kind of seen. In the um, oh yeah in the trailer oh totally and that's it. It was so whack that they revealed it through because like yeah I mean you you get a cute little cameo of Flash in yeah. this movie which I thought was kind of like the highlight of the entire it was great. movie it's it, you know it was weird it was DC doing a cameo right yeah which was rare we all we've seen so far is um in BVS the fucking stupid nightmare sequence and then the computer file scenes they love a Flash cameo in the movie but the cameo is just a natural cameo. And it's and it's fun and it has heart and he's the right and character to be in it like because that that doesn't suit, take you out of the movie yeah like the nightmare scene in Captain Batman. Boomerang is is one of the members of Flash's rogues mem- yeah, gallery yeah it makes sense and it makes sense that he's the one that to bring him in and you think it's gonna be Batman and it's not it's the Flash yeah it, it was, was cool it was really cool yeah and it was cool to see the Flash suit like what, I said what I think what did Ed- you think of the creepy scene in which Batman gives uh, Harley Quinn. CPR and then she starts making out with him and then he punches her in the face. It's just, it's just so strange. It's just fucked that anyone thought that would be an okay scene to film. It's just so strange. Um, I was reading. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Today, I've been doing a lot of... What you've got to do, and I told you this, but what you've got to do, if you want to see basically, holo- if you want to hang out with the modern day equivalent of Holocaust deniers, you go to the, the, the DC Universe Reddit page, like oh, immediately you're on Reddit, so you know there's going to be some problems. But the I DC, Reddit. oh, Reddit's disgusting. <laughs> but if you go on the DC Universe Reddit, my God, it's literally like flat earthers and these amazing people who are just in crazy denial talking about this film, but somebody's read the novelization, which I'm not sure how. <laughs> what the fuck? But I, I think it's based off the original script. Yep. And even that scene, I don't know why they would have cut this line. Batman grabs Harley and says, like, the Joker took something of mine, now I'm going to take something of his. And, like, locks her up. 
Ugh. But that even makes, like, you know, we know that Robin's been killed in this universe, so the reason why he's arresting Harley. Did you see the crazy moment when they were introducing oh, Harley Quinn? Oh, yeah, and it Quinn. says, responsible for Robin's death. Yeah, and then it clearly like, flashes away. It's like a split second. Yeah. Why include that? What? Why? For, like, a split second. Like, now they have to do that. Now she has to be part of the Robin's death because of that. Um. So, uh, Nick Spencer, who is um, one of the writers... So he is the writer... Of um of Captain America for Marvel at the moment the current run sure yeah yeah he um he did an incredible um tweet earlier today that I'm just trying to find right right now hey, he and, tweets a lot yeah he does he says um is there anything weirder or sadder than the way liking DC movies has become a political position for right wing kids wow my replies are full of right wing trolls for the last few days their feeds have a distinct pattern. Black Lives Matter sucks, women complain, and then positive Suicide Squad tweets. Wow. So, you wait. If you're thinking, and if I'm thinking, you know the technology minority report, how you can predict crimes? Yeah. If you want to predict the next school shooter, do you think we should just have a look at people who are really into Suicide definitely. Squad? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jesus Christ. That's an eye-opener. Mm. All right. So, the last one you told me was Batman's parents aren't killed for once. Yep. All right. So number four in this list is uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is pretty good, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. So you didn't like, enjoy her portrayal at all? She was literally, uh, she was a punchline dispenser. I think they're going for iconic. I know, I, but I feel like given that she was that, I think she did a good job given what she was given. Margot Robbie did a good job given that, what she was what given. I, what, yeah, that's yeah. what I. That's what I meant. Sure. Like, I, I I think as an actor, comparing her to like other films that are out in the world where other actors are acting, not good at all. Terrible, paper thin, just horrible character who literally... Like, I, you know but what? But again, that, that's, that sounds like a complaint of Harley Quinn less than Margot Robbie. It's, it's the complaint of the script. Sure. But what I'm looking at is I could tell somewhere along the line her agent would have literally said, this is it, this is your big break, this will be your ledger as Joker, like you're going to be huge after this. She already is huge. Like, like she's going she's to big. be big, big, she's big. big. Now. And, and, and DC are apparently giving her the full range well, I, to direct a Harley Quinn movie by herself. A, she's this. never directed a film. Yeah. B, I don't think anything... I, I honestly think the DC universe is in shambles. And Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't trust I don't, anything that happens from there. I don't there think anything out. will happen. Like, we were told there was going to be a cyborg movie. It was removed from their schedule. Like, they're removing more films than Batman killed people in Batman vs. Superman. At that, at that same rate. Like, I honestly think the DCEU, like, either some fuckers have to get fired for these made-by-a-committee films they're, they're, they're dropping out, or what about, like, I, they need a franchise. They have no franchise. I don't think that, that they'll go back on that. No, because, because Hollywood's I, a terrible... I, no, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they will make massive changes after this, because I, I, I think you can't ignore... The insane level of criticism against these movies. But what's I feel interesting, like- we've got to note is that we now have seen DC fans, as well as being you know horrible right wingers. Uh, so uh, you know, according to that's not that's not my words. That's uh, the I, words. I pretty much agree with it. <laughs> Seriously, you jump into the DC Reddit. Fuck, it's literally like denial. Trump. <laughs> it's literally like Trump, and it's people just like shitting on. It's people who are going like, oh yeah, like fuck Heath Ledger's Joker. He's ruined Jared Leto's performance. Like, just, just, just people who are so in denial. It's so odd. Anyway, what I um, 
find oh, I, I completely forgot what I was going to say what was I saying you're talking about Joker and, and you're going on DC Reddit going on the DC Reddit yeah it's just no I, I actually forgot what I was going to say but Marlo, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn's pretty good y'all I, I liked it yeah it's not bad she I, looks I, the part look I've got to say she actually looks like Bruce Tim and Paul Dini's original sketch especially when she's Harley Quinzel like she looks like facial structure it's amazing like she actually looks like a cartoon character yeah, I mean, like, she's given so many terrible lines to just regurgitate, blah, blah, blah. And, but I feel like in spite of, like, all the horrible things that she has to justify that that Joker's done to her and blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, always say the Joker does this. He's an annoying boyfriend who texts her always. But I thought I she was... I don't think that's enough to push her to the edge. I thought she was all right. Like She was fine. I would say and, fine. And, and I thought she did a, did a good job of what she was given. Yeah, and that's bad when you have to start, like, making it, like, that... Well, now a, you see how hard it was to put this yeah, list together. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's, it's a bad sign when you're like... She did okay. See, this version of Harley in the film, I wanted to... You know what? I, I was I was picturing the, the the cold open of this movie was going to be her interviewing the Joker while she's working in Arkham Asylum. Yes. Getting a proper... Like, I would have loved that as a cold open. Just a 10-minute sequence of their manipulating therapy her session to, 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 to figure out... We're, we're not really told why she becomes Harley Quinn in this. Like, there's no reason. She's basically... Well, no, she's dropped into acid, so naturally she becomes Harley Quinn. Exactly. I mean, this isn't a Tiny Tunes episode, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not Roger Rabbit, but it's like, you're not given any reason why she, as this professional psychologist, would become a murderous, mallet-wielding person. Like, there's no reason whatsoever why she should become Harley Quinn based on the rules of this universe. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you're shown her interviewing him once, and then his classic opening line is... I want a machine gun. You know that classic Jokerism? Oh, yeah. Jokerism? Shocking. So bad. And then the next scene you see, it, it looks like a Evanescence video, which is a big reference point, I think, for this film, where there's different shots of Jared Leto coming towards you with the electro, you know, the electro mag, whatever shit that you shot. Oh my people. God, the crappy editing where it like makes it go all like, like scratchy and film. And so, oh, so it literally looks like cheap and shit. It looks like you've downloaded a trial version of an iPhone app to make your 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 videos look cool and you haven't even paid for the pro version, which, like, I was literally expecting to see, like, free versions scrolling down the bottom of the editing of any sequence with the Joker. Yeah. But anyway, we, we, we... Yeah, there's just no reason for her to become this professional psychologist to, like, you know, hot pant wearing mallet wheel. There's no at all... No. Proper make reason. Any sense. Yeah, he just yeah. makes her crazy, and therefore. But we don't know how. Yeah. No, he 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 he, he tases her. <laughs> but we don't even see that. <laughs> you no, know, you see him like hit her with electrodes at one point. That's it, and we we see this, and, and like, then they jump into acid, and then she's stripping in a nightclub. Yeah. Just oh classic. god, that that scene was fucked. That scene is with fucked. common. Yeah, that scene is fucked. I'd rather listen to a common album than watch that scene. Again. <laughs> I'd rather listen to a common album released today <laughs> than watch that. Um, so number six in this list was, uh, of reasons that you should, uh, go see Suicide Squad. There's a perfect recreation of Alex Ross's Tango with Evil painting of Joker and Harvey. And that was very cool. I thought that was cool. And you actually oh, see Harley in the original, that, the same outfit. Yeah. And it's a split second. It's literally a split second. And the thing is, it's like you've been starved and trapped in someone's basement and they show you a steak for a second and then leave the basement and don't feed it to you. Like, yeah. it's literally... The abusive relationships... Like, our, our relationship with DC is more abusive than Jokers and Harley Quinns, I think. And that it was that. It was that quick glimmer of, hey, would it be cool... You know, imagine an alternate universe where that is a scene and, no, nah, we're not going to give it to you. 
here's them racing in a car with fucking Fast and the Furious lights underneath them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. God, it was a... Yeah. That was such an awful tease. Yeah. That's what I mean. Well, this it, movie... And, but it shows that, that, that they, are, they are capable of paying homage to the comics in such a beautiful way, but they don't want to do that for some reason. It's almost like... And I've thought this is Warner Brothers' relationship, like, with this whole DCEU. They literally have under their belt what is probably the most critically and audience-acclaimed superhero trilogy ever, the Dark Knight trilogy. And just that those few years of that finishing and then Marvel's expended... Like, how much do you think they're kicking themselves going, fuck, I can't believe like we didn't use that as a launch point? For it this doesn't su- make any sense that they didn't. Like, what you, doesn't you make any sense? You absolutely introduce other superheroes into that, into that universe after those movies. Totally. You know, in the same world. You absolutely can. And it's like and Nolan it, can be like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. Like, it's closed. You can't do it. Like, it's like, no, fuck you, Nolan. But you, you know what? We can do whatever we want beyond that. But like, I'm glad it's not. I'm now glad we have this. I'm glad that you can still go to a shop. You can go to iTunes. You can go to JB Hi-Fi. You can buy the Dark Knight trilogy. Sure. And it can be a trilogy. Like, you can watch that. Like, and that's what... I forgot about that. And then I, after watching Mad Love, I came home and watched Batman Begins. And I was like, oh, that's like a really great film that explains, like, that, that really does care. It understands the character of Batman. It understands the character of everybody in that film. Like, yeah. it's just such a great film. It's, it's not crass. Like, this this film is so charmless and crass. Like, what blew my mind while watching it is the same studio was responsible for The Dark Knight only eight years ago. And eight you know years that, ago. You know and that, that movie won a fucking Oscar for a performance of one of the characters in this film. Iron Man came out the same year as The Dark Knight. It did. And they're both great films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One was the end of basically the end of a franchise and one was the start of something. And, I mean, let's look at The Dark Knight for a second. Uses an original score. I never once hear a rock song to tell me how to feel. Which is something that, I, that, that pretty much every Marvel movie besides... Cap. Um, well, no, besides um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Or they have original scores. Like they all have, they all, I mean, like Iron Man features one or two. You know, has like beautifully uses back in black at one point. Yeah, that's actually great. Um, and then a terrible DJ AM song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like in, in Iron Man too. But for the yeah. most part, Marvel are really good at, at, at pretty much doing like yeah. you know, largely not that memorable. But I, Cap- I would no, much rather an unmemorable original score. It makes a movie more timeless than just like a, a barrage of fucking. And it was Way used... Way overplayed rock and rap song. It was used as a plot device in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. It was a mixtape that he's... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was actually for a reason. Like, there was a and reason also why... you could they, argue, that, argue that those songs, for the most part, aren't overplayed. No, they were like retro... I mean, besides um, I Want You Back at the end of the film. Totally. They were all pretty left-of-center songs that you don't hear on, like, classic yeah. 80s hits. Hooked on a feeling, maybe because of Ali McBeal. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But if, hey, if, we, if you skip the, the McBeal verse... Then no, but it's just it just blew my mind that like we've gone from this Oscar winning, Oscar nominated amazing film, which is, you know, Heath Ledger in the opening fi- like twenty second two minutes of the Dark Knight shows more acting and character development in a clown mask with zero dialogue, shrugging before he reveal like at at that point then this entire film, then this entire universe like it's I don't know how that studio, I'm sure there's a you could you know, find out who was a president at what time or whatever. I'm sure you could find out, but it just blows my mind that the studio had so much care and had an auteur, a direct, like Chris Nolan is like, 
you know, whether you like them or not, like you can tell a Chris Nolan film when you see it on your screen. Like it looks like a Chris Nolan film. He has a look. Like that is so rare now. Yeah. It just blows me out that they're getting these like these guys to make. But A is not even a fucking no name. He's got like films. I mean, he's made Fury. Acclaimed he movies. wrote Training Day. Yeah, but he, he he had a movie with fucking Brad Pitt in it. Where do mm. you? He doesn't get really get better than that in Hollywood. What's you, like, what's what's very obvious when watching this is this isn't a film by David Ayer. Mm. This is a film by a bunch of guys in a suit who's like. Oh shit, we want a Deadpool. Oh shit, we want a Guardians of the Galaxy. And you know what? Aya does have a voice. Whether you like it or not, he does have a voice. He does have a, a style. And that's not shown in this. Like, he's literally been pressured into... Ma- like. I think that the he definitely contributes to the gross lens that we're, we're seeing towards Harley. Do you reckon Zack Snyder lent it towards... Oh, no, no. So, no, no, no. about the actual lens, like, where everything's dark. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and plus, everything is fucking grim and grey. Well, look... That, but- the big thing was like, and one thing I'm sick of hearing about this film is they were like, oh, we, we, we followed a lot of um, Latino gangsters on Instagram to get like inspiration for the Joker and stuff. And Aya has this like, this, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if he did commit crimes, but for some reason he's always like, one of the big, you know, rap sheets of his is, oh, he, he, he does like real gritty crime stuff. And I'm like, this is the most fucking cartoony crime shit I've ever seen. Like, these villains are just one black mask and cat burglar outfit away from being like cliche bad guys. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, burglars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get this gritty crime that they're talking about. Like, this is not at all apparent in this film. Yeah, it's it's all the movie. Seriously, to me, is a knee jerk. Like, oh, that's it. El Diablo destroyed his like you know burnt his kids and 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 wife in a house fire. Oh, only because he's Latino. Yeah. <laughs> Not because he's a criminal. No. All right, let's move on to number seven. Um, Jai Courtney is actually pretty good for once. Yeah, and you know why? Because his performance is a brief and actually offers some the only bit of lightness in this film. Yeah, we've already we've already talked about it on the episode yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I, I hated him in in um in that Die Hard movie where he you was shouldn't Die Hard Five. He was terrible in the Terminator film. Like he's just, he he's been routinely terrible. And no, for, no. you know I, when you know when you're saying Jack Courtney is a highlight of your film. Oh boy, you got a bad film going. You on You got a couple of probies going on. Um, then I, I was really clutching at straws. Um, John Ostrander's name is on a building at one point. I mean, it's literally almost like an apology, isn't it? Yeah. Like you can even. It's such an obvious shot. Like it's such a. They call it like the John F. Ostrander building or airport or something or station. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's. It's you can blink and, and miss it, but uh, you know his name is on there. He's the oh, guy. For those who don't know, he's the guy who created Suicide Squad. Well, yeah, I mean Suicide Squad was, was created years ago, but he's the one who's responsible for the the, the iteration that we know well. Yeah, the dead shot. Um, and he's and he is the creator of Amanda Waller as a character. <clears throat> An article went up today in which he. Um, yeah, I sent that to. He's he's reviewed the film on his personal blog. Yeah, and he he quite liked it. He he doesn't really say anything is bad, which is very surprising to me. Hush money. Uh, in, in my I review, think you received a bit of hush money. In my review, I suggest that he probably hates this more than anyone, but it turns out I was very wrong. But uh, everything What's else surprising I said in what this an executive producer right. credit uh, and your bank account that combination. You know what I mean? If you get an EP credit and you give someone your BSB and your bank details, it's amazing how your review will change <laughs> in a film. Um, all right, number eight. You've already heard every song on the soundtrack a million times. Yeah, and not even at good parties. You know what? You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of being at a party. When 
iPods first came out, when there was no internet connection to the iPod, when you yeah, literally yeah. had what you had to work with, and there was some, there was two people fighting over which song you it should like, hear. No, I want to play Gold Digger. Yeah. No, I want to play Van Halen Jump. Yeah, and it was literally that, it was like that. It was like a schizophrenic person or two feuding people fighting over the, the iPod playlist, and the iPod playlist was literally from 2005 and had nothing new on it. That's yeah. what it was like. Real rough stuff. I, I basically said that that was a good thing because, you know, how hard is it when you hear a song you like? On, in a movie that you that you don't know what it is and you have to pull your phone out and shazam it. Never. Yeah, it never happened. It's, it's a joke. <laughs> oh, no, it's a good joke. It's a, it's a scam and a flam. Uh, it's a huge scam. Number nine, it's weirdly racist and sexist. Wait a minute. That's not a good thing. That's a joke bit. I said, wait, this isn't a good thing at all. How do you f- edit, fuck, delete, delete? That's literally, that was David A's Good gag, pitch. guy. Good gag. It works better in writing. Yeah. In a listicle. You should read it, guys. Uh, and then number 10, and this is a very, very real one for us. Um, at this point... You've committed yourself to pissing your money away on every comic book movie anyway, regardless of whether it's good or bad. Like, this is literally our problem. Like, I saw Fantastic Four knowing that it was going to be bad. Yeah. And then well, you it knew was it was bad, bad because... You know what I've got to say about David A. At least he hasn't done the Josh Trank and tweet, I made a really good movie. I love that he, Josh Trank did that. I think, I, I think it's the best. Cool. But you know what's pretty, mate? Like, it shows that he's a fucking... Business that he shows that he's a company man, yeah, yeah, and doesn't sure. want his dick cut off by you know the the hounds of hell. Yeah, I mean, poor old Josh Trank. I wonder if he'll ever do anything again. Never. But he won't work in that town. He lost his Star Wars movie instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost everything. Like he hasn't. And remember what was amazing? There was that great three part episode he did with Kevin Smith, and that was to, meant to be four part. Sorry, yeah. four part, and they've never released the fourth part, and it was yeah. post Fantastic Four. Yeah, like I'm dying to hear that. It's one of my. I want to hear that more than a lost Beatles it, album. Yeah, if you if you want to um hear hear Kevin Smith talk about that directly, you can uh, look up the Kevin Smith episode of Hey Fam, in which I asked him about that. Yeah, and it's absolutely yeah. Go back and listen to that, and it's absolutely brutal. So ba- he was interviewing Josh Trank in the lead up to Fantastic Four, and then the film came out, and there was this promised episode which they recorded, and it's never seen the light of day. And Josh Trank has not been heard of or seen from since. I wonder what the fuck he's going to do next. Nothing. Yeah, which is really sad. Again, there's a problem. Like these studios have hired people who have vision. Like Chronicle looked like another, like no other superhero film. Totally, and and David Ayer has a look, you know, and like David Ayer. But these studios jump in and meddle with them and say, "No, we want you to make a cookie cutter comic book film." Yeah, but it's not even cookie cutter. I don't know what version of. Like a cookie cutter comic book film is like Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah, like Iron Man. Oh, yeah, totally. Origin story, bad guy who we know, like yeah, cookie but, cutter, but perfectly done. Like, oh, done well. Thing, like, like, and here's what will always like. You can you can call me a Marvel fanboy. I don't really give a fuck at this point. But you know, we're gonna get with a Marvel movie, and it's entertainment. It's so it's, enjoyable. It's like that that formula works because everyone that they they sign up accepts that that is the formula and how that how that movie is meant to be done. But then they show their own flair within that formula. Yeah. And I get like you know, maybe that isn't enough for you to accept that these are different movies, but you know that, that to have all these movies be part of the same universe, oh, man. you have to make sacrifices. I want to hug Marvel for what they've done. Like they've made an amazing not just Marvel, franchise. Disney, man. Yeah, Disney. They know how to make long-standing franchises. Star Wars now, you can tell that that's in for the long haul. Like I think if Marvel, you want if, yeah, if you want to boil down what what makes Hey Fam, Hey Fam? You're the Star Wars guy. I'm the Marvel guy. That's it. And and we both like each, and you like Star Wars, things. and I like Marvel. Exactly. And and there is so much synergy between both of those yeah. studios because Disney owns both the fucking things. Now, do you Matt, and do you think in this amazing scenario, do you think Disney will buy DC? 
Like a white Can flag. Can you imagine? Holy shit. Like, it needs to happen. Nah, well, I think Warner just have their dick in the dirt so hard that they would never ever... That's not a term, by the way, but... That's I'll, a great term. Like, I love it's it. Like, it's like you it. get so angry that you just, just, you just... You start fucking dirt. You just chub up and you just stick your dick in that dirt and I'm not going to move. Isn't that what Jared Leto did in preparation for the Joker? Yeah, but then he, got, he, then he sent envelopes of the dirt to all his co-stars. Just to Will Smith. He's really <laughs> got it in for Will Smith. Fuck Jared Leto so all hard. Right, we, we, we've not even spoke about the Joker yet. We Properly. did. No, we haven't spoken about like, Jared Leto's. Let's, I mean, just, let's just like let's end the episode by complaining about how much we hate Jared Leto. That's what I want to do. Like, I don't think that that was interesting in any way, shape, or form. I just think so. We've had two years of stories of him basically psychologically abusing, tormenting his being co-stars. The fucking height of like this privileged white cunt that yeah. like just takes He's, advantage of his position. Like, uh, you know, and I have stories. I, I have a mate who. Um, has a younger sister who was going to um, rock shows when she was I've heard a lot 16 of the, and 17. Apparently he's a very bad man. He got her number and like she was straight up 16 years old and he was like hitting her up on AOL Messenger and, and texting her nonstop and telling her that like, you know, like next time he comes back, come and hang out with me, come and blah, blah, blah. I just want to hang out, blah, blah, blah. Like nothing outwardly sexual, but just straight up That's creepy. just weird. That's just weird. And like the fact that this guy still has a fucking career to the point where he's managed to basically real rebuild himself from being this shitty rock guy to being... An Oscar winning actor. He won an Oscar. What for? Dallas Buyers Club. Really? That's why... Is that a good movie? A- I was going to yeah, pirate it, but then everyone got sued. <laughs> then he got sued. So it's a fine film. It's a good, great film. Um, old mate McConaughey's amazing in it But yes, he is. I, I reckon if that film didn't exist And Jared Leto didn't win an Oscar Then he would not be the Joker I can tell that Basically Warner Brothers panicked And were like Fuck Heath yeah. Ledger won an Oscar We need someone who has that same pedigree To fill the role Jared Leto's kind of kooky Because he tells us And crams it down our throat Daily Like Heath Ledger went and locked himself in a hotel room for a month, as we know, and read every single Joker standalone, every major Joker comic, and kept a diary. And that's what he did to research for his role. Respectable, and applied his own makeup as the Joker. You know, like, that was his quirk. And, like, really threw himself into the role. Fuck, his Joker was good. It was so fucking good. How do you top Jack Nicholson's, who's an amazing Joker? How do you top Mark Hamill's, who's amazing? Like, Heath Ledger managed to do it, and he was a pretty boy actor at the time like this was but he didn't do it with in an attempt to top what had come before no, it. He, he wanted to add something new and also the joker take. was still like batman came out in 88 and that film came out in 2000 like there was 20 year gap between joker portrayals and that's because nicholson's was so iconic and still is yeah and it was just it wasn't different for the sake of being different it was just heath ledger's interpretation of the joker that him and chris nolan developed a anarchist punky kind of you know just thrown together clothes, self-applied makeup. Like, it fucked with the origin, but no one cared. He wasn't dropped into a vat of chemicals. This was a guy who just wore face paint. And none of us complained because the performance was so good. We didn't go, it's not like the comics. Yeah, totally. Like, that at the time, the fact that he applied his own makeup and had long hair and kind of looked like the crow, people were flipping out. But now, like, that's nothing compared to this. Like, this Joker to me is the most unnatural force. It's literally like, see everything Heath did? We need to do the opposite now to make our own joke. Like, it's literally... still have it mired in this, like... um, He uses the same voice as Heath Ledger. Yeah, this weird variation on someone that saw that version of the Joker and didn't really understand what made him good, but have him do it anyway. It's literally that. It's literally 
bells and whistles. It's it's all like the fact he has tattoos that say he's damaged like sums him up. Like you don't need to. That's how non-eloquent this film is. At one point, he lies down on the ground and cackles whilst being surrounded by ta- like Samsung tablets. Yeah, bunches of knives and sa- and for no reason. We don't know why. That's such a fucking dumb moment. The movie, like, and he, uh, like this isn't an an underestimate. Like he's in the movie for about six minutes, if that. Yeah, like he's not in the film. Like he's a nuisance. Like, yeah, I did, I love the Joker, and I didn't want to see him. I was I was pissed every time he came on screen. I was like, you're doing nothing. And I was expecting him, oh, maybe he'll come into the third act and help destroy the horrible CG army or get in the way of it. No, nothing to do with the film. You have 10 seconds to tell me all your favorite moments of Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. Go. The entire film. Like, where do you begin? Like, the bank robbery. Every, like... The fucking pencil. I was about to say, you learn about him in every scene. And then... His classic joke, he gives everyone, he meets a different origin story. You know, every scene Oh my he's in. God, that fucking bit where he, where, he, where he, you know, talks about his father. Father, and then changes oh. it to another one about his mother. His, and like, the, then he says he was a, a gambler and in debt and he got sliced wonder, in front of I his children. I wonder how much of, have you ever talked about how much of that was written in advance? or how I much have the original screenplay budget? here and it was all written in advance. Well, that's so cool. Like, like that iteration he, he works was- really hard with Nolan and they both developed this character. Like, it was... Both of the, I reckon like Nolan doesn't get enough credit for the Joker, but it was as his character as the others, and he loves the Joker. Like you never give his origin. Like it was based on the good parts of the Killing Joke, but you know what's beautiful about that Joker was organic. It, it had a reason to exist because Batman Begins existed, and that great part at the end where Gordon saying to him, "Well, like you know, you've got this theatrical thing going on. We've started having a villain." who's started being theatrical, he left this at the scene of the crime, you know, that amazing scene. And you just go, but they've had like a two hour origin to kind of help set up the Joker. And we've just thrown into this universe. And I admit they don't want to show a Joker origin. I can see why, but there's no reason for this Joker to exist. Like he's just a common thug. And he's got, yeah, exactly. He's, he's existed for so long. And, and, and also he dies in this movie. Also, and like he, apparently, like, obviously he doesn't, but like, God, that's fucking dumb. When he just kind of dies in a helicopter crash. Also, how is this pipsqueak Batman's greatest rival? He just looks like he Instagrams himself at clubs. Like, how is that guy Batman's rival? That's what I don't understand. Like, Ledger's Joker you understood as this antagonist to Batman because Batman couldn't crack him. He's like, why do you do things? He's like, oh, I just do them because there's no reason or rhyme. And that was beautiful. I love that iteration of the Joker. I will will tell you that. But like, yeah, the, the overall overarching idea of the Joker I just don't see as a captivating villain I think Ledger's performance really does have a lot to do with my love and I love oh, the Joker sensational, as a kid man. Like, but it's like again you know how you're saying like you need to update Harley Quinn that was an updated version of the Joker mm. who turned him to basically you know like Che Guevara if yeah. anything like someone who people worship but for the wrong reasons yeah no and, I think yeah I mean look I, I think Harley Quinn is a very important character now. Like, you know, you see the amount of oh, yeah. girls that want to dress up like her and, 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 I get and it. the amount of people that buy that comic, but I just think that like that origin is so lame for what greater character she became. And yeah. I feel like you need to update that to either just not include the Joker whatsoever or make it, give her more power than she has in the origin story. True. And she does have a bit, and, and you know what? I do admit that that is kind of cool that she does have that, but what I don't like is at the expense of the Joker. Sure. That he's now just pining for her. Like, well, I don't think the, the, the version they gave her in this movie was any good at all. No, so yeah. I it's just, don't think it's been one good. Thing, I've got to say the yet. best thing about this movie is that somehow 
Jared Leto and David Ayer have created an unmemorable Joker. Like, that is a huge feat. Like, yeah. every iteration of the Joker is pretty memorable. Like, it's a role people want to play. It's a role, once you get the Joker, it's like getting Macbeth. You know what I mean? It's like getting, it's like getting a, a role that's... It's a coveted Jared role. Jared Leto's Macbeth. I reckon there'll, there'll be great memes about Jared Leto's Joker for years. Oh, to we're, come. yeah, that's so the best. It's memorable thing. in that regard. And the thing is, we're all in this together. Like we're all going, oh wow! Like it was as bad as it looked. I did, I did, I just think you know. Immediately came home, and the best thing you've got to do is watch Mad Love and watch yeah. The Dark Knight. Just watch any animated Batman iteration. Watch any respect Brave and the Bold, even Beware the Batman that came. Watch out Batman sixty six film. Year. It's a yeah. great film. It's hilarious. I love that movie. It's a great it's movie. Great. It's yeah. an amazing film. Like, watch that. Watch it's any iteration. It's got great music. Baby, it's just like surf rock. It's just like the best surf rock album ever. Yeah. Just watch any iteration. Like, I honestly think, you know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice in the same year. No, three times, including the ultimate cut. It's just like... Oh, I mean, also, I don't even think Man of Steel was very good either. Man so, of Steel now looks like fucking the Dark Knight dude, compared to this. BVS looks good compared to this, but it's still a piece of shit. Yeah. And I feel like DC don't have any grace with me anymore. I have no, no faith that they can do a good Wonder Woman movie. I have no faith that... The, I have zero interest now. I have zero interest. I'm like, you know what? Like, you're grasping at straws as a company. I get that, but you've lost me. Like... I've given you the benefit of the doubt for so long. I don't care anymore. Like, I actually just think they've made such... An, it's it's so um, transparent just what their motives are. And their yeah. motive is literally catch up to Marvel because we let go of a good trilogy, but we want audiences to forget. Like, how can you forget Tom Hardy is banned? How can you even forget CIA guy? Like, to- <laughs> these, things are, these things are still in the public consciousness. Yeah, I don't think you, you can't... I don't, like, They're trying to pull the wool Fuck over. someone that thinks that Dark Knight Returns was Rises called? Dark Knight Rises was a bad movie It's a fantastic movie It's a sick movie It's fucking great When have you seen like, a trilogy Get this Outside of Back to the Future Which can close an entire trilogy so well Yeah Back to the Future too shit though Exactly like, No but like, I mean like You know the good thing with Back to the Future Like it does always It doesn't forget the movies that came before It's your kids Marty Exactly this movie, what I loved about Dark Knight Rises is how it just, everything came full circle, like League of Shadows, you know, and it's not even called the like League of Assassins, like, we, but we don't care because the movies were made from the right place. Mm. The, the, yeah, the, like that's an amazing closing to a trilogy and I don't get the hate for it. The thing is also when it came out, no one hated it. I fucking loved it. We saw it twice. Oh yeah, we saw, yeah, I saw it like five times, I think. Like <laughs> I'm obsessed with Batman and especially the Nolan iteration. You know what? At the end of the day, Every every person has their Bond. Every person has their Batman. Th- that'll be our Batman. And we've got that. We've got the best fucking cinematic iteration of Batman there is. For me, Batman is that great of a character that I just wish he was always great in movies all the time. That's the thing. He deserves to be great. He should be. There is that much source material for you to look at. How do you do Batman wrong? Well. Yeah. Like, how do you do... Ba- Batman's been around for 76 years. It blows my mind that DC would... W- launch their new cinematic universe with a Batman who's murdering people. Like, it just blows my mind. Like, there is so much great source material. You're completely right. You could you can make a 20-year franchise off two years of a good run of Batman. Absolutely, like, yeah. it just blows my mind. Like, I almost want the next iteration of Batman to be Dick Grayson with a dead Bruce Wayne and do that mm. line with a just Damien... reset it. Just, just throw people into it. Like, Fuck. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's and, beautiful. Yeah. That... 
the ending of the Dark Knight. Like, man, I'm interested in the end of the Dark Knight Rises where, you know, Robin comes along and he's standing on the... I wish the, they just continued that. Just have Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Nightwing, Batman, whatever. It's great. Yeah. Like, that's all I want. How good would that be if they were like, we accept that we've fucked it. Our next Batman movie will star Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Bring it on. And we're just going to continue that story Bring it on. on. Bring it on, please. Bring yeah. it on. Bring it on. That's all I want. And we'll have Commissioner Gordon as Gary Oldman, the best Commissioner Gordon. Ugh. I know that... I know that, like, you, you know a character is great when he is then brought... His iteration is then brought back to the comics and added to the... Gary Oldman is Commissioner Gordon in the comics now. Yeah. Like, but now we're going to get CrossFit Commissioner Gordon. Oh, man. I just feel like... They're fucked up and they Fuck. need they need their tail between their legs and they need to be told off. You know what I mean? But because I, I feel like not only do they need to be told off, they need to ac- actively show here are the people that we are hiring to make DC great again. Yeah. What do they need to do? What do you think? I, th- I just think you need a, an actual visionary behind it. Like Jeff Johns, who is who has been, you know, one of the main forces at DC Comics over the last decade... Like I, that's a kind of okay start to make him the chief creative right, officer it's an of the okay film. Okay start, but it's not great. he's also been responsible for a lot of a lot of shit. Like he's he had his name attached to the Green Lantern movie. He had Ooh. his name attached to like Did the really? last four DC movies. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's and, terrible. And I just feel like you need to have someone. Like I don't care about the comic iteration of it. I want to watch a good movie. That includes good exactly. characters. So I think give me laziest, someone that can do a good movie. I think the laziest complaint people can have is it's not like the comics. And like we just said that. I never fucking said that. And I'm with someone, the Nolan films. I read more comics than anyone. Oh, totally. I, I read Nolan a minimum of 40 like comics. comics a week. Exactly. It's fucked up and unhealthy. <laughs> no, it's but not. I don't like. It's, it's admirable and I'm jealous. <laughs> but like, you know, that if you make a good movie, that complaint's never said. Like, no one said, like, for the Nolan films, oh, it wasn't like the comics. Like, because you don't care because the movie's so good. You go, it's oh, so that's good. A, that's a cl-. Like, the thing with Batman, we've said this so many times, the 66 Batman interpretation is as valid as Christian Bale's Batman, as the bold, you know, and the brave Batman. Like, every, if it's a good interpretation, it's all valid. Yeah. But once you start doing things for the wrong reason, i.e. knee-jerk reactions to try try and be different from the last iteration just to be different, you're just making movies for the wrong reason. So DC have well and truly fucked it, right? Like, I'm not alone. In They're in that. a pit. They, they are literally in the pit from The Dark Knight Rises right now, trying to climb out of the pit. You know, the- But I'm with you in that, like, you look back on movies that I thought I fucking despised, like Man of Steel, Batman v Superman. It makes compared them look to retroactively Squad. better. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, you can actually tell as much as a kook and a, like, a CrossFit bastard Zack Snyder is, he kind of weirdly cares about those characters and, like... His own fucked up way in which he doesn't really understand the characters in no, any way we do. he's a cum robot and he can't understand <laughs> human emotion. He's cum a robot. He was he's a, a cum robot. <laughs> he's a cuminator. Please make a movie called Cum Robot DC, please. It's like Terminator. He comes back from the future to come on comic franchises. But no, seriously, he's a cum robot. But even that, like, he's making cum because he's excited. You know what I mean? Like, of course. Whereas David A, I did not come once during Suicide Squad. No, I reckon it's some weird Navy shit that stopped him from coming. Sorry if you're in the armed forces and listening to this. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, I just think, like, I don't know. This movie, was, it's either he was bullied from the people at Warner Brothers into making the I'm movie. Oh, sure he was. There's a level of that for sure. But, you know, I really enjoyed Fury. 
when I watched it on a sure. plane. But every, as we all know, it's a no heightened fact. emotions on a plane. Heightened emotions on that plane make you enjoy. You're trapped on more. a plane with strangers, and you start, you know, crying when yeah, Brad Pitt comes. I spoke comes to a friend screen. recently who said they watched Batman v Superman on a plane, and they loved it on a plane. Wow. And they said, I like, hope it wasn't the pilot. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I flew into the twin towers. <laughs> It's okay to laugh. That's an old like it's we're over it. Yeah, <laughs> we got permission from a lot of uh, surviving. A lot of New Yorkers wrote to us and said you can make that joke yeah, yeah. as long as you say bazinga. Afterwards. Yeah, bazinga, bazinga, last- guys. Yeah, no, the, the the last thing he said while flying into the, you know second tower was Martha. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. I just like DC are fucked. They're fucked. Like, I don't see how they build on what they've done so. Far. I don't see how like what I what I find really insulting is they thought the audience was stupid and I think they've undervalued the audience. They've literally gone like here's here's a scenario. There's a guy there who basically wants to have the Avengers, he wants to have a tenth film in a saga, which, you know, that that took a lot of hard work to get to the Avengers it's not point. Much hard work. There's like, a lot of groundwork, there was a lot of introduction of characters. There was somebody spearheading that. You know, Kevin Feige was and, and, it. and actually like being the bad guy, trying to stop directors from doing their vision and incorporate things that he knew would pan out in the long run. It worked. And we've seen it work. And, and But when it didn't work, it's still forgivable. Because we still haven't seen Thor Ragnarok and maybe that weird spa that Thor has in Age of Ultron will finally pay off. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Maybe. But, you know, that was groundwork and meticulous and... Basically, you know, the scenario is, you know, two people at Warner Brothers. One's like, well, we want the Avengers, but we want it yesterday. And it's like, well, you can't do that. Like, audiences yeah. now won't buy that. Like, you just can't throw a bunch of characters together on screen with no backstory and expect them but, an but audience he, to buy that. Here's the thing. Audiences will buy good iterations of single character superhero movies We'll now. pay and go to see them. Like, like do, don't introduce fucking 10 characters at once. Doesn't just, work. Do one at a time. You can and literally do them see well. a like, guy at Warner Brothers or a girl going, No, you know what? Audiences are dumb. They'll think it's just like the Avengers. They just want to see superheroes on screen. It's like, well, no, we actually care about character development. Like yeah. we want to earn the Avengers. You don't you can't just make the Avengers. You need to earn it. Yeah. And and the most important thing about DC is you can't have a good universe without getting the two the, like Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman right. Yeah, right now Wonder Woman seems okay. The other two are fucked. The other two are absolutely fucked. They're, and they're, yeah, they're the but, most but wrecked iteration. You could be so cynical with this, and you could launch your DC universe by only doing Batman movies, which you know are going to get an incredible audience response. Yeah, introduce your new characters via Batman movies. Why have Batman as a side character? It's so dumb, it's and just, it's just. So strange. Like, imagine if they introduced Cyborg as like the, the as like you know Batman a, a, a fellow, or you know, like you know, it's just someone that Batman's investigating, or yeah, someone that gets gets in the way of you know, in one sense, and then the Flash in the next one, and yeah. then and then Aquaman in the next one, and it just makes sense. You know, do do a trilogy of Batman movies in which you introduce half the Justice League, no, then do a Justice League in which you know, and then reveal Batman at the, uh, Superman at the end. No, like, that's crazy. Just remember our first introduction to Batman in this series is a satellite. Light that General Zod smashes through. Like that's literally how this cinematic universe. There's a moment in Suicide Squad in which, like, we haven't even talked about the fucking terrible last bit where en- Entrantress is like dancing, the hula dancing, dancing, and then like just pointing her hands up into the sky, and a massive laser shoots into the sky. And at one point, some like a bunch of like suits in an office go, "Oh, 
Like, that's uh, our main video satellite. She just took out our video satellite. You can just see a laser just go... A, just a random bunch of suits we've not seen in the film at all. Fucking so bad. Fuck this fucking movie. Fuck you. I don't, underst- I don't understand the threat, and I don't understand the mission, why they were sent into... They're like, it's a rescue mission, and then it ends up just being Amanda Waller. Suicide Squad. More like, fuck you, fuck, fuck. Yeah, just like Dickhead Squad, or just like, That's you know. Great call, man. Suicide you, you should be a writer. Well, you know what? Suicide Watch for you. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm post-Suicide Watch. And uh, I was looking at it earlier, the, 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 there's that great line in The Dark Knight Rises where, you know, Bruce Wayne's back gets fixed, and he's just like, I'm not scared. I'm angry. And that's literally... You know when he starts training, getting better to like go back and take on Bane? That's literally me right now, my relationship with DC. Like, I'm not upset. I'm not or pissed like, off. Or like worried about them about them not getting something I'm right in the future. literally just angry. Yeah. I'm like, just like, you know what? Like, I'm going to start... I'm going to take up smoking. I'm that angry. Like, I want, I want to kill myself. <laughs> Slowly. slowly <laughs> because you guys are doing it so damn fast. Like, that... I. I honestly think after Justice League, if audiences will go to Justice like the fact Zack Snyder's directing Justice League just show they they can't learn from mistakes. You gotta you just gotta put them all in the fucking in the ocean. Like and it's and such a shame because you can see Gal Gadot new. really wants to be Wonder Woman and do it. No, justice. all the cast like Henry Cavill and fucking Henry Cavill was born to play like he was literally built by scientists to play Superman. And I feel like Zack Snyder is like the whole time, stop smiling! Yeah. Stop it! Don't rescue stop that it. person! Stop rescuing someone! Ba- no, yeah. think about your dead dad! Yeah. Yeah, which you, which you let die. I, just, I would love so much for there to be like this weird meta response to these movies where they just make the Justice League as they should have been and someone goes, hold on a minute, didn't you let your dad die, Superman? Yeah, and what are you doing? Superman looks at the camera, camera and goes like, "That didn't fucking happen, cunt." And, and then, Batman, what didn't you did, didn't you shoot people? No, nah, that didn't fucking happen, cunt. Just like oh, we just need someone. What, what we need for the start of the next DC film is opening shot Bruce Wayne asleep again at his computer because he's always asleep, and then him literally going, "Oh, it was all a dream." Like those three films were a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Yeah, and then. Heath Ledger's Joker's in the show and he's like I'm not dead I'm still the-. and like everything's fine and we care and you know these iterations are okay and there's no tattoos on and then villains. it's animated and then it's anime ooh <laughs> but yeah they really like they're, they're fucked they're, they're literally fucked. I, like they're I fucked. wish I could Absolutely offer them fucked. I wish I could offer them a plan yeah. you know I wish I could offer them an escape plan or like you know send in scientists from like the top scientists of each country and be like here's what you need to do to get out of this situation there's nothing you can do. Like you just have to hit the reset button. Like, even the Justice League trailer was kind of exciting, but we've now seen how misleading their trailers are. Absolutely, like, especially when you let the same people that cut the trailers make cut the, the movie. movies. Like now we know we're like, oh well, we can't fall for that one anymore. Like we can't fall for the cool trailer. We know it's going to be a shit product. Like they're literally fucked. Like and, and, and they're the going to be. If, if there's ever going to be a backlash against superhero movies, it's because of DC. It's not because of anyone else. No, Marvel did an amazing, admirable, beautiful job of making a shared universe. And Fox have made one good movie this year. You know what? I I'm going out. Like I'm not. Even, I don't even view Marvel movies as comic movies. Like they're Marvel movies. Yep. They've just their own amazing personal brand. Yeah, I don't think that. I, I, I hope that they will never get affected. They, but, they won't. But it's them trying to introduce new new characters that aren't there isn't the familiarity of. That's going to be the risk. I want them to be very very risky in in the next few years. And, yeah. And movies like this stop them from doing that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Every time a DC movie bombs out, it makes Marvel perhaps make a less 
risky decision and maybe a safer decision. Yeah, and, and we're not saying this as Marvel fanboys who don't want to see DC succeed. But Angus and I are friends because of DC Comics. Totally. That's it. Like, we want to see DC, DC do better than Marvel because we were raised as DC kids. And look, they but have. Marvel kids, Marvel just have done better in the last five years. And the thing is, they have. But it's a trilogy which, unfortunately, now in the eyes of Warner Brothers executives doesn't exist because it's not making any new revenue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Totally. They you know, didn't make three, any Lego sets off it. You know, you know, two of those Batman films were nominated for like Oscars, like several Oscars. Yeah. Like, that's insane. And now when you Why think... Why wouldn't you build off that? It's just... It, it honestly blows my mind. It blows my mind why you wouldn't build off that. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you know, like, everyone... like. Everyone, Michael Caine, Christian Bale, like everyone gave it their all. Like even how good Scarecrow just popping up in all three films. So like, sick. It was just so well oh, made. Oh man, his re- reveal in, in, in Rises is oh, it's so the best. good. As the, like, how can you judge? dislike that movie with him in it like that? It's the best. Is, and how can you dislike that movie when seeing Bane's football scene mashed up with Silver Surfer intermission off the life of Pablo, which is still the greatest thing to ever happen. To it's a Batman film excellent. in yeah. 2016. Excellent. It's the best thing to happen to that DC have put out in 2016. So let's look about superhero movies in 2016. We'll end the episode this way. Yeah. So far, we is have this going to be the shining light? Like, is this when the Batman score kicks in from the, like the end of the Dark Knight Rises? How does it go again? It's like. You know, like the hope. Yeah. And he starts rising, and then you go, oh, there's hope. He's going to rise. Yeah. Um. So so far, we've had. Deadpool. Yep. Civil War. X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse. BBS. Superman. Suicide Squad. And Suicide Squad. Rank rank them from best to worst. Oh, uh, Civil War. Civil War, number one. one. I'm putting Deadpool number two. Me too. And at the beginning of the year, we said Deadpool would be the worst of all these. Deadpool number two. And we said that Suicide Squad would be like the surprise hit this year. It's funny that we... Now that we've mentioned Deadpool, Deadpool is... You know, it could be kind of a guiding light for what could happen for our hopeful DC. Like, Ryan Reynolds played a terrible iteration Dude, of Deadpool. I read that. Like, the, someone wrote, like, maybe DC are just playing the, like, the card where you make all these shit movies with these great actors. Because I want to see a great... And then you see... And you link them to that character forever and then you make a tongue-in-cheek movie based off of them I, doing it right. I want a great Ben Affleck Batman film. Yeah. I don't want to see a new Batman because these movies fail. Like, I still think Affleck can do it. Yeah, me too. I want to see Margot Robbie do a good, you know... I'd want to see Jared Leto. No, I don't want to see Jared Leto. I take that back. He can fuck off forever. He can go. He can He can get two seconds to Mars before his eyes... I would rather see Will Smith as Will Smith's Joker than I would see more of Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, no, like, Imagine, yeah, Will Smith in clown makeup being like... Yo, Joker. Yo, motherfucker, you need to white, white people this for me. <laughs> Yo, joking, aren't you fools? Like yeah. something like that, just like something terrible. Uh, uh, Deadpool. Welcome to Earth. Yeah, <laughs> punching Batman in the face before punching his girlfriend. Um, so what? Civil so, War. Civil War. Deadpool. With I probably guess Age of Apocalypse. I was even going to say probably Batman versus Superman. Fuck the movie you spent nine hours recording vicious hate mail towards. You know what? Stockholm Syndrome. Like. No, I would never. Age watch- of Apocalypse is definitely more enjoyable. Than I would never PBS. watch that again, though. I, dude, I don't want to watch PBS again. <laughs> but the thing is, we, we did. To. Fuck. <laughs> and I think I've been. Nah. No, Age you know what? Quicksilver's segment is sick. exactly 100%. that is better than anything in the DC universe. Yeah. And 
finally seeing Wolverine, what I think is the only true portrayal of his Berserker Weapon X, which was yeah. kind of cool. It had like some really cool parts to it. Definitely, which BVS didn't actually have. Yeah, no, you're right. I was just just that fucking stock. So it's the fact I bought it. Bro. Like I'm have to try. And oh my god, it. totally. You paid 1999 on BVS. Yep, BVS Ultimate B- Cut. Yeah, BVS theatrical cut. Oh wow, okay, sure. And then Suicide Squad. So you're with me. You think Suicide Squad is definitely worth Suicide Squad is just Suicide Squad is literally the most joyless, charmless, yep, like film that has had zero market. Like, who asked for this film? Who's the audience? Warner Brothers, please put this on the front cover of your DVD (laughs) release. Suicide Squad (laughs) is a dirty trash movie, and you're a fucking dumb cunt if you like it. Literally. Hey fam, you should one star. When you buy Suicide Squad, you should also be given be, a f- be punched in the face, be arrested. Like you should just be taken straight to the police station, the lo- closest one from where you've bought it, and turn yourself in to being like, I'm sorry, I'm contributing to art terrorism by buying this out. Like you're literally on par of being an ISIS supporter if you like Suicide Squad, and I don't think that's. I don't think that's cool. That's not cool anymore. Hey, you, you know who else? It was hip two years ago. But guys, ISIS isn't cool anymore. ISIS isn't cool. And you know what? Suicide Squad, if you abbreviate, it's called SS. You know who else was the SS? That's right. Hitler's army. Hitler's private. The original ISIS. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, th- there's a reason why the SS has a bad connotation. Because it's a Nazi film. that should never been watched. Yep. It's just, it's a bastard of a movie. It's just, it's joyless. It's charmless. There's been no thought or consideration. It sucks. It just sucks. Like don't it, like go see Batman versus Superman to see characters you love be treated poorly. If you're a weird sick fuck, don't it like watch the trailers of Suicide Squad because a there's more plot to them. People actually shine in it. Yeah. So part of me this weekend in its first weekend of being out was thinking, oh my God, I really hope no one goes to see Suicide Squad this weekend because I don't want to have anyone go to see it because fuck this movie. Made a buttload of money. But then I was like, oh wait, maybe I want lots of people to go see this. So it breaks BVS's record for the biggest drop off from the first to second week. I think it's going to. That would be so great. I really think it's going to because I think, yeah, I predict it's going to because people A, don't like being fooled twice and... It's just the word of mouth for this. Like it, it, it is just like it is like not a good movie on any level. As whatsoever. of now, I think it's actually ranking lower. Yes, it is. Than it, 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 BBS, Rotten Tomatoes by one percent, right? Which DC fans have uh, tried to ban, and it's just been revealed that Warner Brothers, uh, who made Suicide Squad, are the largest stakeholder in Rotten Tomatoes. Like that's which is incredible. Fucking amazing. You can't, you can't make that up. That's oh, you can't. Best. Um, where is it? It's not even on the main page anymore. Like, really? that's how quick the movie industry is. Like, we care so much. Oh, no, it's on 26. And, and, and BVS, I think, it was 27. I mean, that's a rare feat. BVS was absolutely bad. Heinous. We, we recorded three episodes of us just whinging about it. And that's because we love those characters. Like, yeah, yeah. I just don't love anything about this movie at all. That I don't even well, want I mean, to salvage I love it. the character of Deadshot. I love the character of the Joker. You know, I, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, love, totally. I love Suicide Squad. I love Amanda Waller. It's I, 27. Yeah. It is yeah, literally yeah, yeah. It's, 1%, it's one, 1% worse than, uh, than, than, than BVS. I mean, what's amazing is I was having a look at the last like, couple of Marvel movies and I think their lowest rating is 70-something. 66 for Thor 2. And the thing is, that is 40 more yeah. percent. Like, imagine DC 
going, oh, I wish we were in the 60s when there's like, you know, Civil Wars in the 90s. Dark Knight, their own movies in the high 90s. Like it's high, high 90s too, yeah. Imagine just making such an, it's like making a car that drove well and then making a car that kills people while you drive it. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's it just I, I, it's unfathomable. It's literally like, how do you fuck up the same yeah. product? Yeah, yeah. It's so strange. It's like making the iPhone, and then the second one is black and white, twice as heavy, and c- you can't connect to the internet on it. it th- these movies made me want to go back and watch the Marvel movies that I didn't think I liked. It makes me want to. I didn't have a podcast at that time, so I wasn't able to talk about it in depth afterwards. Seriously, it so- makes the Incredible Hulk look like the Dark Knight. The Incredible Hulk is actually like... It's like, a fine film. It's fine. Yeah, the movies that I don't like are like Iron Man 3, which yeah. I would love to actually watch so again. Do you like Iron Man 2 more than 3? I mean, Iron Man 2 is just like a crass, trash. like world-building trash, yeah. but quite enjoyable. Whereas so I like Iron Man, 3. Yes, yeah. I, only, but it I, took but, a, I like the risk it took. But yeah, whereas I wasn't expecting that. I saw it at the movies and I walked out of that going like, oh, that wasn't what I wanted it to sure. be and was disappointed so from that. that and, yeah, exactly. Same as Guardians of the Galaxy when I watched that for the oh, second yeah. time. I loved that so much more. Did you like it more the second time? So much more. Oh, I didn't know that. The first time I watched it, I, I was like... I didn't like it. I was like, oh, none of the jokes really landed. So so I, think, was, I, I think that's a perfect film. Yeah, it's Totally great. It's a perfect film. It's totally great. It's still the be- I still think it's the best film Marvel's made because nah, it's way Civil War too. I mean, sorry, Civil War. Um, yeah. Civil uh, well, War just- I still think it's the best in the sense that it's just like it took a risk and it paid off. Like that was showing that you could pick C tier characters, which mm-hmm. didn't even have a current comic at the time, and just murder it. Yeah. Well, man, like I, I, I actually think Dark Knight Rises is probably my favorite of that trilogy. No, you know what? I can see why. I, I, I think the payoff for fandom in that film is huge. Like the payoff of uh, Ra's al Ghul and every, like, you know, everything to do with the League of Shadows, the payoff. And like, it's the human, it makes Bane, like you actually kind of like Bane in it. Like when you I learn, loved the, I love Tom Hardy as Bane. Yeah, he's like, incredible. Like, yeah. And also his story about being trapped in the pit and then the, the bait and switch where the person, the kid that you think's him is actually uh, Talia. Like, yeah. I just well, thought it was great. Also, that movie is you and me becoming best pals. That's you and me getting pissed at the movies for the first time. <laughs> like, I, and come on, having Michael Caine's heartbreaking speech about Fuck! not wanting to yeah. bury another Wayne and how he when he's drinking his funny Branka and he turns around trilogy again. Yeah, we should do it. I cannot wait to show my son that trilogy. How exciting is that? Fuck! And like all good trilogies. It ends and that's No, that. there's an inconsistency. You know, they change the lead actress halfway oh, of through. Of course, yeah, like, yeah, And all good trilogies have that. Uh, Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man, Back to the Future, you know, changes oh, yeah, the Leah female lead. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like all good trilogy. Like, it has all the tropes of a great trilogy. Definitely. But it's just like, I just can't believe the, per- the, the studio that churned that product out has churned this one out. It's literally like they've been bought by a shit company. It's fucked. We've already said that a hundred times, guys. But you know what? Like the last three Zack Snyder films at cinemas did poorly. Like how? Why get him involved? Why it's, trust? It, like it just. What blo- are you doing, DC? And stop doing it. It's literally settling for fourth best when yeah. second, third, and first are still readily available. Is it a money saving thing? I don't even know. Like it just doesn't make sense. I feel like, like you're dealing with the most well-renowned characters in the world. How do you fuck them up? Why do you not spend? How do you not spend? as much as possible trying to get the best iteration of them on camera. Like It's just, it shows how out of touch an exec is. It's literally like, here's some market research. Oh, we're not hitting 16 year old yeah. punks. 
oh, we should make a movie that appeals yeah, to oh, them. Yeah, the synopsis of Sucker Punch really appeals to me, but I won't actually watch the movie to find out if it's good or not. It's just, it, it's absurd. I mean, okay, comic book movies we've seen this year in ranked, what's out of the next 12, 18 months of the current slate of comic book films we've seen, what are you looking f- least to, most least to seeing, and what are you looking most forward to seeing? Like, even though... I, I think Doctor Strange so far, what I've seen of it looks boring. I yeah. have faith in Marvel that even though like, you know, it's going to be an origin so movie. So he's done a lot of like horror reboots and stuff. Like they've gone for kind of like a horror director. But I think that's good. That her, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. them doing horror stuff. I, maybe they're going to cut that out of the trailers. So hopefully we'll see a lot more of that in the movie. Some grotesque stuff. Yeah. yeah but like, uh, I have faith that Marvel will just do a good Solid movie. The director actually did a tweet recently about Suicide Squad. Oh, what did he say? He was just like, oh, I really liked it. And, you know, you shouldn't let, you know, audiences and critics bring you down. And I was like, oh, stop that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I just wish... But it's also because that person, I think, films have all been critically panned. Right. It's like a gun for hire director. Well, I mean, you look at... You look at Thor 2, which I quite liked a it's lot. Fine. And I know people was, find that the that most... That was absolutely directed by committee because the director was having... He broke up with his wife. The Game of Thrones director, right? Yeah, yeah. While, while he was filming that. And apparently Marvel just did that without him. Really? Yeah. So oh, wow. I didn't know that. That is some hot goss courtesy of Lee Tran Lam. Who wow. was on our show recently. Because she's a big Game of Thrones fan and would probably know all that, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. I had no idea. So, um, So they literally were like, we're sending in the troops, just like, you know, the second unit director is now directing this film. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, totally crazy. I I just, yeah, I just, you know, I I, I, I do want, I want these movies to be good, but I don't go, here's trust the films DC he made. enough to be good. No, I just don't trust them. Uh, he, he directed... This is the guy that directed Doctor Strange. He directed a straight-to-video Hellraiser sequel. Okay. The Exorcism of Emily Rose... The remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still, which I didn't even know was no. remade. Um, Sinister, Deliver Us From Evil, and Sinister 2. And then Doctor Strange. So it's an interesting choice. I mean... It was a really interesting choice. Like, just very strange choice. I'm uh, so fucking excited for Thor Ragnarok. I was about to say, that's the one I'm looking forward to most, but also... That Spider-Man and Black Panther. And, that, more Spider-Man. Than, and then the Affinity War. Yeah, stuff with uh, you know by our boys. Just how much? War. Like the, uh, how much must Marvel Disney be laughing right now? Just being like, you kooks can't even set up a universe. We're in the fucking fourth phase almost of our shared universe, and people are on board still. People like are frothing. Like how they're doing a sequel to Ant Man, you dumb cunts. Yeah, like, and they're putting a girl in the title. That's of what it. DC stands for, by PS. Oh yeah, it stands for dumb cunts. Like hands down, it's just incredible. Yeah, mine seriously thought. The one I'm least looking forward to is honestly anything DC that Zack Snyder's attached to. So Justice League. Justice League yeah, I, I, like for some reason, you know, I, I, I just I want Wonder Woman to succeed more than anything. I just don't think it will. Yeah. I think sadly, a combination of the horrible shit that surrounded Ghostbusters 2016, coupled with the fact it's a DC film, preconceived notions are going to be the right. The trailer was decent. It's fine. It's it, it looks good, the but I just in it was it, it was decent. Yeah, whereas just, the action in Suicide Squad was trash. Uh, yeah, no, it was so no badly action. directed. Was, everything was just shoulders above, and that horrible shot where Will Smith stood on a car and shot twenty people while people shrugged around him. But it's just like, yeah, yeah Power Rangers Wonder Woman could scenes. be looking like the greatest movie, but at this point, like when I see the DC logo before it, I'm I'm immediately now switched. No, on. I'm with you. Do we know a Fox 
putting out any movies in the next 12 months? Have they got anything in, announced? Nothing. Locked I in think nothing. they're doing the new class. Is that the you know, the, uh, the X-Men series from like the 80s? What's that one? Was, was is that there, what the next X-Men movie is called? No, yeah, they're doing new class, which was kind of like, they had like B-tier characters they introduced. Maybe Banshee and a few other people. Right. But I know that's going to be made as the next X-Men instead of the 90s now. Okay, okay cool. But Deadpool 2. Is that, are they both announced for the next year? Or? Deadpool 2 is definitely happening. Um, Re- for the release in, in 2016 though? No. no 2017? No, 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 so. yeah, 2017. But yeah, I think most looking forward to, honestly, Thor Ragnarok because I want to see the Hulk and I want to see the Thor and I want to see him big There are boys. guys. You can't, you, I mean, like, I love that Civil War was as good as it was without like the two heavy hitters. Of, yeah, of without having you. Hulk destroy things. Like, you don't need to... And Spider-Man just because... You know, Spidey that, that, that do it description right from once. last week is still just like making me my dick so hard Boing. dick cum that's another thing that DC stands for that's what <laughs> Zack Snyder the, the cuminator does yeah it's just so weird it's just it's amazing and I've said it before in this podcast I can't wait for like 20 years time when there's a film course somewhere and part of the prerequisite like part of the study like the the um Part of the course is studying the era when comic book movies were big and how one company did it so right and how one just did it so wrong. Totally. And like, it's, you know, it and baffles me. Like, and copy even Marvel, have, if anything. You even have people like, you know, our, our mate Steel Saunders, who has come on the, the show yeah. countless times. And he, all twice. I love his. Yeah, sorry, you're right. <laughs> twice. I can't count beyond one. So no. it's a, it's no, a you, big problem. You're just like a DC film builder. You don't, you don't want to give solo films you're all about. No, they're all together in the films. They're in every single but movie. I love what Steele said about about Batman v Superman, which is that film serves as a reminder for how good Star Wars fans have got it in that Disney want to do the best they possibly can. They want to please the fans. Yeah. They don't want to push it too far away from... What 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 is what the themes are, but they also want to make something great and and, rem- and, and memorable. Yeah, and I I mean that resonates with me as a Marvel fan too. And I just think just I just what the fuck are DC doing? You know, what I still love about the Force Awakens. It never went on this offensive, which we saw Sony go on. The fact that it had a female lead, a Latino character, and an African uh, sorry, and a you know a black. Guy, like an African British guy as a lead, and it never went on the f- forefront. Going like, we're doing this, we're changing. It just happened organically, and never did a song and dance about mm. it. Still, the best thing that's ever happened. Like there was none of this. Like you're a racist if you don't like the new Star Wars. You know what I mean? There was none of this. I don't like, think Sony outwardly said that. That was just the kind of rhetoric that came out. There's been some amazing post. conspiracy theories about um, the articles and certain people that got behind it, and the comment deleting was a big one. Right? They deleted. Yeah, I mean, like they deleted. I, I feel like they faced a way bigger backlash that. Would let me forgive any of instances of that happening. But the, the, I hate being a Ghostbusters apologist with you. Stop being one. <laughs> no, you stop being on the on the progressive. No, I'm just I'm just playing the devil's advocate because a there's you don't need to be one. No, there's a really good Ghostbusters movie out there, and there's an okay one. Yeah, I'm not. No one is fucking saying that this movie is is a five star one. I'm just saying it's fine. No, we deserve. We need deserve a five star no, Ghostbusters. Like, what's it? Sorry, we deserve a five star Ghostbusters. This thing is a five star Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's called Ghostbusters. But that, you know, at best, the original Ghostbusters is a four star movie. Four Come and on. a half. <laughs> no, nothing ever been seen like it before. Come on, you got to imagine when it came out. But you know that they deleted all the comments which weren't about. But I mean, how that, sexist was, but they deleted the comments saying the trailer was not yeah, funny. For, Paul Feig didn't do that. Some some dipshit that worked social media for Sony yeah, did that. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's a very you know conscious decision. Sure. T- 
Like, I don't care about the chicks. I just want a funny movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's not the point. I know. I don't even know why we're talking about <laughs> Ghostbusters. Each week, I start to like it less and less. I know. It's become a thing. I thought Suicide Squad would, like, make you like it more, because it certainly did for me when I compared the two. Nah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, at least Suicide Squad didn't have like we're gonna stop this. Recording. Heath Ledger and Mark Hamill in it, like hanging out with the new Joker, being with like a gun at their head, not in the film, but on the other side of the camera, like these cameos. Nah, come on. I think even the lowest point of Ghostbusters that we saw this oh, it's year better than, was better yeah, yeah, than yeah, yeah, no. The Ghostbusters Squad. was fine. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it was anything more than just fine, but it was fine. Just want a great Ghostbusters movie, and I haven't but had one cares? since number I one. I don't need a great. That, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you listen to Hayfam. <laughs> My name is. No, Levitz. speaking of shared universes, you know they're, they're you know they're starting the cartoon and doing the like. Le- there's another shared universe to watch. The Ghostbusters one. Yeah. Yeah. To watch Sony fuck up, just wait, like they've done wait, again. Wait for Hasbro. Oh yeah. What are they doing? It's G.I. Joe, Transformers. G.I. Joe, Transformers, Action Man. Action Man. Um, Rom the Space Knight. What? Micronauts. What? Yeah, yeah. they were doing it in comics first, then they're going to do it in, in, in cinemas. Fuck, the future's bleak. It's wild. It's a really grim future. And, and we're getting three Tetris movies, apparently. Because, like, is that, like, a block? Is it going to be, like... Who knows? Jesus, the future's grim. All I'm saying is, Ghostbusters was fantastic. You're listening to Hey Fam. Thanks for listening. My name's Levins. His name is Angus. You can find us online, facebook.com slash heyfampodcast. Actually, you know what? That Fallout Boy song should have actually been on the Suicide Squad soundtrack. I, I will give you that, definitely. <laughs> yeah. um, or you can email us, heyfampodcast at gmail.com. Send us emails. We've been getting some really nice ones lately. We might even read some out in the future. We threatened you- to do that before, but then one person spammed us. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned us off. So oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks to everyone who let us know which Pokemon they'd like to fuck. That, yeah. was, that was really, really great, great reading. We were accused of being Sonya Kruger-esque for not including Jinx. Who is, I would say, the closest thing to a BBW um, Pokemon, if there ever was a classification for one. Someone said, thanks for ruining Onyx for me forever. Well, hey, you you called it how it was, man. He does look like anal beads. But I'm still standing by Weeping Bell. (laughs) That thing can get fucked. (laughs) You can find us. uh, (laughs) By the cum robot, Zack Snyder. (laughs) Find Angus online at oh, you don't Angus. Wa- you don't want to. You don't want to <laughs> see what he puts up there, and you can find me online. The Actually, loving tender father. Yeah, you've got a you've got a really good public um, <laughs> social media presence at Levdog Lev. You've got a social media presence. You can introduce to your parents. I mean, look at that. That's beautiful. What's her name? Bellflower. Weeping Bell. Weeping Bell. The only thing weeping here is the. If you want to send a cum-filled envelope to Angus's address, he's about to move house. Yep. Uh, yeah, th- you know what? This is the last episode we're recording here. We're going to move. We're surrounded by change, boxes guys. right now. I'm, pa- we're, we're, I'm packing a moving house this weekend to brand new ham- Hey Fam studio two streets away, <laughs> literally, because I can't get enough of this damn town. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week at a new... Oh, no. If you want to send a cum-filled envelope, you just write it to Zack Snyder, CO, that stands for Care of Hollywood, and then put America or USA underneath. Put one of them in brackets. The postman will, will figure it out. And then whack a couple of stamps on there. Yeah. Please. For us. Please. Until this next is, week. This has been therapeutic. It's been long. It's, it's been, been the longest episode we've recorded without a guest. But I I, I'm into it. Sure. How good <laughs> saying you're into a podcast before you even stopped recording. <laughs> Best episode ever. See you next week. They'll be talking about this one for years. Give us five stars on iTunes, you pieces of shit. Oh, yeah. Send us some reviews. Please. Hey!
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.